0: Hello everyone. Hello. Welcome to episode four. We made it for our fourth week. But
1: this is a new record for us, I'd say.
0: Yeah, but it probably is. Well, we're still going. Yeah. I, I'm hoping it's number four. I'm definitely. I think it is number four. Yes, it is. It's number four. Have it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, last last week was number three. Deathloop. BS yes, number four. Bill, how are you doing?
1: I'm okay. good. I'm good. How's yourself?
0: It's actually been an interesting week. Oh, oh yeah, I've never told, I haven't told any of this yet, but. Did we talk about this last week where I, on the podcast at least, I was selling my Oculus headset? No. No? Oh.
1: No, no. I I don't think you mentioned it. Well,
0: I I put my Oculus headset, um, well, I think I talked about it being on Gumtree at least. So I've had it Mm -hmm. up on Gumtree for ages, for about two or three weeks, and like no one was messaging me about it at all, apart from like one person who's trying to push their luck. By asking 250 pounds for everything, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah. That low. So I thought, well, I've had good luck on eBay. I've sold my 3DS on there, my Super Nintendo 3DS. We talked about that last week, definitely.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I I thought this time I'll throw up my Oculus and see what happens. And within a matter of hours, I had some messages. So, I originally put it up. This is my fault. There's a whole story about this. It was a crazy day for just selling this Oculus Dam Oculus headset. So, I put it up, like, starting bed for like 150. But I also put buy now for 350. So, I thought like 350 is the lowest I'll take because 400, I put up for 400 on Gumtree, but no one was betting on it. Like 400 would have been ideal, but lowest I'd go is the, low, the lowest I would go is 300, but I thought I'll transfer it with 350. And within a few hours, I'll like, someone bid on it. But what I didn't realise is that, and this is my fault, but I put the, the starting bit of 150 in, someone put in like 180 or something, or 155 rather. Uh What I didn't realise is that if you don't have a reserve set, the buy now option disappears.
1: Uh... I just assumed
0: it would stay there all the time until right. the auction ended. So it's like the option's there, like if you want to pay 354 and skip this auction, you can. Yeah. So apparently that disappears when you don't have a reserve. I forgot to put a reserve in. It was too late to add a reserve because someone bid already. Instead of someone bids, it locks up the auction pricing stuff and you can't change any of it, which is very fair. Because it wouldn't be fair if you started changing things when someone started bidding on it on that auction. So I thought, oh, that's annoying. So I started getting I got this message from this guy called Darren. I'll see if I can bring up his messages right now. I've got the UB app on my Mac here.
1: Genuinely worried you're going to turn around and be like, oh, yeah, um... No, that this guy only got it for like a hundred pounds or something.
0: Well, technically,
1: I'm not far off, am I
0: Well, this is it's this, this a very weird story, so I'll go right. into his messages. I'll oh, the messages on eBay are awful. I forgot. Uh, there he is. He says, "Hi, I plan to use the buy it now option today, but someone just piped in or piped in." pipped me to the post and uh, placed a bid therefore removing the option obviously happy enough to leave it now and have a bid off next week if you were interested in selling to me at the original it now price I'd be happy to pay it just let me know I guess you'd have to cancel the current auction and create a new one not sure unless you can re-add the it now mid-auction all the very best Darren so I sent a message yeah. back saying hi Darren I it didn't realise nice. Evie removed the option for it now once a bid has been placed I just assumed it would leave as an option throughout Unfortunately, I can't change a mid-auction, but I'm happy to sell it to you for the current buy now price. Looks like I will have to cancel the current auction and create a new one for you. I've still got some time before the post office closes, so I can ship it at next-day delivery if you get it sorted by 5.30pm. Kind regards, Sean. Okay. I thought this would be easy. <laughs> I thought it would be a simple, just close the auction and set up a new one and you can buy it from me. Turns out that's not the case. I could close the auction. That is an option.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But eBay now charges you for closing auctions early.
1: Uh... And they charge
0: you 10% of the price of the bid, the asking bid. So I would have been charged £15, because I said it was 150 yeah, uh, yeah. I would have been charged £15 just for closing the damn thing. So I thought, I'm not paying £15
1: yeah, to, to close this
0: auction. And the reason why I'm not, yeah, yeah. I don't want to close it, because the reason why I put it up on eBay is because I got an email through from eBay saying, you can sell your items on eBay and only pay £3 max fees because usually you have to pay like 10% of whatever you sold it as, as your fees. Uh, so if I sold something like for one fifty, I would have to pay the £15 fee. But now, because of this email, this offer I had, if you sell anything between the Friday and the Monday, or set it as an auction at least, set up an auction between that time, the max you'll ever pay is £3, even if it sells for like a grand or something if it sold for like a grand, you would have to sell... You would have to pay EBL mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I can't do that. I don't I've I messaged him back. Um, here it is. Apologies. That says, hello again. Apologies for the additional message. I just had a look at the terms of service. And it looks like I can't cancel the auction without receiving a charge since people have placed a bid on the item. I see if they didn't place a bid on the item, I wouldn't be charged. Because someone right, put a bid, so bid Right, because someone's bidding. Yeah. Suppose it
1: that's, be. I suppose that's kind of fair.
0: Yeah, as as um, fair. But I didn't realize because yeah. they never used to do that. But there is an option to end because this is—I came up with a solution. And I thought, well, the only way to get around a charge is to end it early. But end it because there's an option to, like end the whole thing altogether. and It gives you reasons why you want to end it, or mm-hmm. there's this option saying end it but sell it to the highest bidder. So I said to him, "Right, what well, you should I'm do is high bid." Yes, so what you should do pay, put a bid of three fifty in. I'll close the auction. Uh, then you get it for that. That's technically the buy-in-air price, and we can just avoid this whole rule of cancelling the auction and create the new one. So he says, that's great, I'll do that. But he made an error. He put in his max bid, because when you bid on, at least on the the PC, he was doing it through the PC, he mm-hmm. put his max bid being 350 not his actual bid. So basically he set oh. up, because there's a thing on eBay where you can say, okay, my max bid is this, and it'll automatically bid for me when someone else bids. Oh, no. So he set that as 350. And I said, Is there any way you can change it? Said, oh, no, sorry, I can't. Uh, he was very apologetic about it. Um, let's see what he said. Uh, he says, I know what it is. Essentially, my max bid is held by eBay and it essentially bids on my behalf unto that maximum. If anyone bids above me, it won't automatically put in my maximum. Uh... So sort we're of like, Oh, my goodness, what a, what a disaster. He's like, He says, I'm so sorry. What's well, said to him? I said, oh, that's interesting. I had to look at the cancelling fee value, which I was telling him how much it was. So this is where I come up with my solution. Because uh, he put a bit of 185 in. And I said to him, I okay, I'll just end it on 185. But what you could do is then when I end it at 185, you win it, then you can request to cancel the payment and say you don't want to bid on it or buy it anymore. Then I'll shut oh. the auction down. So I said to him, what you should Sorry, do, can... <laughs> I'll, I'll let you win it. Then you go on and once you've got a notification saying you've won it. You go on and cancel it. I accept your cancellation. I don't relist it by creating another listing. So, like instead of calling it Oculus Quest two, I just called it Oculus Quest. So nobody could find it, <clears throat> yeah. unless they were looking for an Oculus Quest uh, original Oculus Quest. So I said, are really looking
1: for them these days?" Yeah, exactly. But well, maybe suppose.
0: Um So I says well, "I'll create another uh, another auction and I'll put up." And I'll put it just buy now only. There's no auction or bidding or stuff like that. I'll just put it buy now only. So I created that other thing and eventually, finally, he bought it uh, for the $350. You got
1: a Darren He sounded like a nice man.
0: Yeah, he said here, I, th- I thought he was really nice. He's like, he says, Hi, Sean, I'm so sorry for causing so much grief. If I'd just gone 20 minutes prior and bought the thing, we'd be good to go. Hey ho. I'm happy with your suggestion. <laughs> if you're happy to proceed and give it a go, all the very best, Darren. I think he's an older gentleman, because uh, I had a look at this. He sounds like an
1: older gentleman.
0: Yeah, he's been using eBay since like 2002, so I can't imagine he's a uh,
1: right.
0: Yeah, a young uh, young person. Like us. Yeah. We're 30, we're young. So uh, yeah, he, he won it. Beautifully young. Indeed. So he won it and I got it. Uh, I said to him, well, unfortunately I can't ship it today because it's past the half five mark, but I'll send it at first thing tomorrow. And he got it, and he's very pleased with it. That's good. Yeah. Um, no,
1: I'm glad it's worked out for him, because that, that sounds like a bit of a rigmarole.
0: Yeah, it really uh, was because I actually had a few messages after that because I was a bit confused because there was a message you sent earlier because he said because I want to suggest the thing of like putting in the three three five in the bed and then we we'll, I'll close it. I noticed you only put one eighty five in and I thought that's a bit odd. Why would you do that? Then I messaged him and was like, "Did you did you mean to put one eighty five in?" Or so there's a bit of confusion about whether he actually wanted to do the back now thing or not. And at that right. time, I had two other people messaging saying, "Hey, I noticed you had your." The buy now option there, so there's apparently there's a few people like mulling it over just to go in for the three fifty. Um mm-hmm. That's so actually good
1: for three fifty, though.
0: Oh, it's an amazing, amazing bargain, especially when the headset alone is four hundred, and you're getting yeah. all, and you're getting the the elite strap, the carrying case, and the fit pack. Plus, I got my the silicone, the new silicone covers in, so they're getting like a lot of brand new stuff for that price. So a lot of people were mulling it over and. I had a few people. Other people message. I was like, "Oh, Darren was like really nice, and he was the first person to ask about it." So I like kind of ignored them, and I like mm-hmm. clarified with Darren, like, "Do you definitely want to do this?" And he's like, "Yes." I was like, "Okay, let's get through this mic- the- this recruitment rule." It made the day a bit more interesting, but uh, I now know for Middle the future. Huh. Yeah, at least we made the sale. But uh, for the future, I'm definitely going to put a reserve in if I ever do the buy now thing again.
1: Supposed, to be fair, it's an experience for you as well. Like, you know, if that was like, was that your first time doing that?
0: Yeah, the last time I sold, well, obviously, um, I sold the 3DS, but I just sold that through normal auctioning stuff. I never, I didn't put a buy mm. now price on it. Right. The last time I even I sold something on eBay for buy now was probably 2008 or something. Oh no, it was 2008, because I up for eBay in 2009, unless I used my mum's account back then. I can't remember, but I sold my Nintendo Wii on there. Uh, back now, but that's the first time I've like really learned how it works because I've always just put it up as an auction and never really thought about it. Just to see where it would go, but now I've I've learned a lot from how it works. On the back of that, I sold a few more things. I sold so I got I got a bit by the bug mostly because of the that offer. It was on sale. The on sale. The offer. The three pound max fees. So I thought this is a, a prime opportunity just to get rid of some things. That I'm not really using. So I sold my Super Nintendo Classic. Uh, oh, you got rid of that? Yeah, that I haven't... I played it once when it came out. I thought there's no point in me having this. I'm never going to play it again. Uh, especially with the Nintendo Switch Online having most of the games on there anyway. Plus, I'd rather play it on the Switch than on a TV. So I plus, needs- I could play it on the TV through the Switch as well. So I sold that. Now, that was another crazy one. I think I put it up for buy now for £70. That it's all bad, actually. Yeah, because that was kind of the going rate on eBay on auctions. I thought, no one will take that. Then, like, with 50 minutes later, someone bought it. Um, huh? Yeah, it was amazing. So, I was just on a roll today. Made a good bit of money. See,
1: there's a lot of people, though. Like, I'm, I'm one of them. If I'm buying something from eBay, if there's a buy it now price is, and it's something yeah. I want and I'm quite happy with it, I'll it was just reasonable. Give it. reasonable. Just buy go it. for
0: it. Yeah, yeah, I do that as well. That's the yeah. first thing I look for. I filter by, is like, buy it now. Just is to see
1: like, I get the whole sort of like, oh, if I do an auction though, then, you know, I could maybe save £20, but at the same time, it's like, right, I want the item The the buying out price is decent, just pay the extra £20.
0: I do enjoy the thrill of an auction, but it is quite stressful. Oh yeah. Uh, that last I remember, the last but, uh, 10 seconds, you're like, Ooh. Yeah, because I remember back when I first started using eBay it must have been around 2009 when I used mine, because that's when I created my account but I really wanted the HD DVD player for the 360. Mm-hmm. So there's just a whole <laughs> bunch of auctions for that, and I remember I like, actually
1: saw one of them in CEX for a tenner or something. It was not a lot of money.
0: So a lot of people actually use them for external drives for their computers because a lot of people don't yeah. have internal drives anymore on their laptops and their desktops. A lot of people actually use that for external drive stuff. Um, yeah, I remember bidding on. I lost like two auctions on that, and finally won it on my third. Got a free. I got a media remote with it in King Kong and House of Wax. Which is awesome, but uh, King Kong yes. was
1: one of those games that just featured all the time. Yeah, the HD H- HG- like- DVD
0: blu-ray, uh, not blu-ray, the HD for King Kong. Yeah, it was a, a decent film first time. I liked was- it. I liked it as game, well. games even better it As
1: well, can't go wrong.
0: gave the game is much better than the film though. I think that's <laughs> one of my favorite movie games. is King Kong.
1: Oh, I, I've- I lost count of the amount of times that I played King Kong. I'm pretty sure Great. I had it on everything as well. I think I had it on like PS2. PSP. Um, I don't. I don't know a few played things. Played on anyway. three sixty as well, was, didn't you? Um, oh yeah, I played on three sixty as well. Yeah, um, the, that was a genuinely good game. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, a solid, solid game. A fantastic game. So I bought it on a whim because I wasn't aware of it as well. I was aware of it, but I didn't realize I wasn't aware of it being a decent game. And I just bought it on a whim from Blockbuster when I was first got my three sixty, or was it, it two thousand six or something? Summer two thousand six, I bought it. Sort of on a whim, thinking, oh, looking for games to play, just to take a break from oblivion. And I bought that. I absolutely loved it. absolutely loved that game. Great for achievements. Very easy achievement. Oh,
1: yeah. I just play this game and you'll get all the achievements. Indeed. Huh. Quite easily.
0: So, what else did I sell? It was the DS, the Oculus, the Nintendo. And there's one more thing I sold. Get ready. I sold my Switch.
1: Oh, did you sell it? Yes. Ah!
0: Huh? Uh it up by now two fifty, dollars uh, with the Pro Controller bam gone oh yeah someone, someone snapped, yeah, yeah. yeah someone would have snapped yeah
1: someone would have snapped up in two seconds
0: yeah so that's oh, all fantastic now the, the reason I was really pleased the reason I, I probably wouldn't have actually sold it if it wasn't for that £3 max fees thing um, yeah so I got all the money from that through so I am mulling over I, I think I might get the OLED switch based on a lot of because I watched this Japanese guy from Japan uh, what's his name? I don't know his name. He's got 10 million subs. and I'd Also, I couldn't understand huh? what he was saying, but I, the, the, scre- the screen on that looks really, really nice.
1: Yeah, it looks stunning.
0: It really does, especially in that it's a bit bigger as well. Um, But yeah, that is my eBay store. I don't think there's anything else. Oh! I got the iPhone 13 Pro Max in. That's awesome. So I'll be messing around with that. I have to say, they, is it? it's good. I have to say, they've, they've really made strides in transferring your data over to new phones. It's kind of right. amazing because when you first set it up, it comes up on your new phone. Uh, it comes up saying, oh, well, we've detected an iPhone nearby. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes up just oh. lot.
1: Um, that was always an issue with us at work. Back um, when we were trading in iPhones, it would come up on our phone. Yeah, so like, Oh, there's, like, there's an iPhone nearby. Do you wish to transfer all your data over? And you're like, no, 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 no.
0: That's no, a very specific thing you have to do. You it wouldn't, I wouldn't worry nah. about it. But you yeah. have to. That like, was your, always quite funny when it came up, though. Yeah, like, oh. that was weird. It's kind of amazing. Uh, so that comes up, and you got this weird sort of orb looking thing, and you hover the camera yes. over from your new phone over your old phone, and everything transferred over. Like my Wi-Fi passwords, my account, my yeah, apps, all everything. Just transferred over seamlessly, but there's this new option in it now, which I don't think was in it last year. Maybe it was. So that all happened all in like fifteen minutes, because I don't have a lot of stuff. Like I don't keep a lot of photos or anything like that, because um, it was very rare that I take a lot of photos. But no, everything transferred over, and then on my old phone, it came up saying, "Do you want to just completely wipe this and turn off Find My?" Yeah, and sell yeah, yeah. it for trade and then I just uh, I selected that option, and it was per- good to go. Um, that I shipped off to Carphone Warehouse for six fifty. It was I'm going for it. I think
1: that's actually that's that's very good. Yeah, I'm I quite pleased that. with that.
0: Six fifty. Um, so that's that was set away. That day, and I'm going to put that towards paying off my Mac, which is like got like five fifty left or something to pay off. Mm-hmm. So I will have hundred pound left over for myself. But uh, that's good. Yeah, I've been playing around on. I have to say, like, it is very, very good. Because I was kind of, because when I f- first held it, I was like, "Oh, this is just the same phone." And it's like it's not really that exciting. Like, the notch is a little bit smaller, but the notch never bothered me anyway. The hobs at the back of the phone, the big camera bumps—they're absolutely massive now. It's absolutely ridiculous oh, really? how big oh, they're huge. Yeah, yeah. I thought the other ones were bigger. These ones are absolutely massive. It's kind of insane how big they are. Uh. But yeah, this the, the, the screen for me that blew me away. I didn't actually realise how good these new screens would be. Because the iPad Pro, because I used to have an iPad Pro and I had a 120Hz screen. Um, mm. But I never really used it that much because I mostly just watched videos on it. So I wasn't like playing games on it or doing a lot of web browsing on it. So I never really saw how good the 120Hz really is. But when I'm using it on a phone... Or when you're on like Apple News or Twitter or something like that. It just feels so so smooth. It's really really nice. Um, and the battery is so much better as well. Because that was the th- one thing that disappointed me about the 12 Pro Max was the 12 Pro Max was actually worse than the 11 for battery. Oh really? And it's probably the 12, Yeah, the, there was a big there was a big drop from the 11 Pro, wherever it was called back then, uh, from the 11 to the 12, and I've really noticed that. The 12 Pro Max is actually a worse battery than the 12 Pro. The 12 Pro is actually better than the 12 Pro Max for battery. Yeah, um, I heard that one. Yeah, it was. It was. I know. I did know because when I first heard that, I thought oh, it won't bother me too much. But I really did notice it going from the 11 to the 12. But going from 12 to 13. Well, they're back on. they back on the top of the game for battery now. Like the 12 Pro Max battery is is amazing. It's was, it was so much better. Uh, they finally got it back to where it was, they were in... Well, it's probably better than it was in 11, but it just feels like it lasts all day now uh, on one charge. Uh, uh, it's really, really good. But the macro stuff is really cool with the camera, the macro lens. I was out taking pictures of flowers today. Uh
1: was
0: getting right up in the flowers, and it looks really amazing when you get right up in there. There's Again, a lot it,
1: of people saying that, the, 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 that that's one of the best cameras around at the moment. It's on the 13. Yeah, it's the 13. Uh, it's yeah, the brown. 13
0: cameras are... Even I noticed the change, the upgrade, uh, which I normally don't care about cameras. Um, yeah. But I, there was a noticeable difference. I thought, oh, okay, these are actually really something. If people have the 12 or whatever, I wouldn't recommend it, but anything older than the 12 or the 10 or something. Uh, it's definitely worth going for, I'd say. Yeah. That is lovely. Um, Plus it comes with 128 gigs now minimum, which is good. But yeah, 1313 Tenant. Pro Max, decent phone. Decent Quite pleased phone. with it. Uh, immediately slapped the case on it, so I got to feel it That's naked a... for a second. I thought, oh, mm. it almost feels wrong feeling a feeling a phone outside his case. Just feels yeah, because I pretty
1: did the same with mine. Is that you? You feel it outside, but like even like now, because like when you give the phone like a week clean or something, you take it out the case and you're like, that feels odd. I, d- I don't like the feel of the phone with without a case if that makes yeah, sense You're just not feels, used to it you know, it feels like, weird yeah so that this that, is isn't natural at all uh,
0: yeah but I had, obviously I had to do that for my old one when I gave it a wipe down uh, got to enjoy the the shininess of the stainless steel stuff around it and stuff yeah it's a cool little phone or a cool big phone big, it's very chunky yep. very chunky especially smaller than, the, than
1: the, the 12 in terms of screen size what is? So the, 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 am I making that up? I thought the thirteen was a wee bit smaller than the twelve Pro Max, or is it the same size?
0: No, it's the same size. No,
1: it's the same size. I, I Pro don't Max know. is six point
0: seven, same as the twelve Pro Max.
1: Ah. There we go. Um, I, I don't know why for some reason I thought it was smaller. Don't know if I'm thinking of another one of the models or something.
0: Yeah, are you up for renewal, soon, Are you not?
1: Yeah, I'm getting pestered at the moment to be um, like, "Hey, your your phones up for renewal?" Yeah, I know.
0: I'd go for it and trade in your old one and get it for pretty cheap for a month. Yeah. You can get good rates on the iPhones at the moment.
1: I know it's actually because I was what, even just by the. Obviously, like, you know if you go through the actual you know phone stores, they're generally a wee bit more expensive, but even they have some okay deals on at the moment.
0: Yeah. It's it's not like, too that's bad. actually.
1: Yeah, I was like, that's not too bad. I'd be quite happy to keep my tariff. Um, it'd just be if you can get a decent deal on the phone hmm. And it would be quite some, happy with that. Some
0: carriers take the absolute piss for the tariffs though. The airtime no. stuff. Like,
1: the, you that's get, because they can.
0: Yeah, because they lead you, especially on iPhones, like Vodafone especially, they sort of lead you on. we you're like, oh, you're only paying £40 a month for the phone. No, oh, that's fantastic. Then you go to the next page and it's like £25 tariff minimum. There's no cheaper tariff. Yeah. It's like, oh. The tariff I'm paying right now is cheaper than the ones you're offering so I just went through Apple for the phone and I'm paying yeah. less than I would if I went with a carrier uh, I know,
1: yeah, that's the thing, you're almost as well just to go via Apple
0: Yeah because they do an upgrade program review you pay like £55 a month or something and you get an iPhone every year because uh, the next year you take in your old iPhone and that credit goes towards the new one so you're only it's paying half the price of the phone per year or something like that
1: yeah, that's actually not too
0: bad. Yeah, it's so really paying like five hundred for a Pro Max instead of a grand. Also, you need to up, obviously. You need to up that cost initially if it's your first time getting an iPhone. But if, if I went from, if I, on the upgrade program straight next year and traded in my thirteen Pro Max, I would only pay, you know, five fifty for the fourteen, or whatever it's going to be. And then that yeah. five fifty split over twelve months, which is quite cool.
1: That's uh, actually very good.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a cool deal if you bought a new phone every year. Uh, if, you, if
1: you're going to buy the new phone every year.
0: Yeah.
1: Ever a rip-off if you don't.
0: Yeah. yeah I'd you imagine
1: could, that you'd be a bit daft. You'd go, oh, I'm going to sign up for this, but I'm not going to get the new phones. You'd be like, that's a bit pointless then.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right, so... I suppose we'll move on. I can't think of anything. Is there anything else that happened? Anything else that happened in your life? Anything exciting?
1: No, I've had a very standard week. Um, oh, actually, no, there was something exciting. I was on the news.
0: Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, I news. never actually,
1: I don't think I ever actually told you the story about how I ended up on the STV news.
0: Yeah, because um, I, I didn't, well, last, yeah, I don't, well, he asked what it was about. They obviously told me to wait and see yeah. what they asked you, but I didn't hear what they asked because I was too busy focusing on the fact that you were on TV. Um, um, so I had no idea what they were asking you about.
1: So it was about those greener spaces. So you know, down by Wetherspoons at George Square, there's those benches. Yeah. Um. That was. They were basically wanting like opinions on that. Um. So like, oh, what what do you think of like these um these benches? Um. It was it was quite funny though because like initially we were walking up and Elkie saw um they saw someone with she saw someone with a camera um. And she thought, "Do you know what would be funny? As if we photo because like, she knew it was the news, and we're like, oh, what do you know? What would be funny is that if we if we want buy them, um, while they're interviewing someone, we'll photo bomb someone's um, interview, and um, try to see if we can end up in the news just for a bit of a laugh." And we're like, "Oh, okay." Um, so we crossed the road, and <laughs> the the reporter pulled us over, and was like, "Oh, hey, 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 um, we're, we're with STV News, and we're You're like a to young hot you couple."
0: would you like to be on our TV right. program
1: uh, it's a hot young couple and i just came off like a, uh, a you know an early start and i'm like uh, what's going on here um, cuz we actually stayed in like glasgow city center on monday night we were doing it as a bit of like a sort of like a, an after birthday thing um, we just went into town spent the day there um went to the hard rock cafe for something to eat and then just stayed the night um so the then hotel? we just kinda like yeah, yeah, we stayed in a hotel. Oh, that's nice. Um, Which one, just then? It, w- it was just the Premier Inn in George Square. All right. Um, but um, it was good though. Really, That's right across um, from
0: where you used to work, isn't it? That one? It's in Queen Street.
1: No, 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 no. It's in. It's on George Square. It's a wee bit further. Oh, that down. one. Um, oh. yeah. Um, What's the one across it's, from it's my old the mile drive? Is that? That's a Holiday Inn Express.
0: Oh, was it? Oh, I thought it was. Oh yeah. well, no, that's a travel something. lodge. It's a travel lodge. No, it's travel Sorry. lodge. That's it. Travel lodge. That was it.
1: Um. Anyway, um. Oh yeah, the plan was is then we'd go into Tuesday. We could have the day in town on Tuesday as well, and then we'd just come back. Um. So we make it kind of like a, a elongated trip into town. Um. And it was good though. We both really, really enjoyed it. Um. Just loaded up on snacks and stuff for the for Monday night. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, across the road, and the STV reporter said, "Hey, um, we're we're talking about uh, we're talking about like these benches, and how do you think they're a good idea? Because they're there designed to get people out and about. They're designed to cut emissions. Blah blah blah. And um, we just want your opinion on it. And I turned around and went." I've never actually thought about it. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> so that's why you're, you didn't have anything to say in the news.
1: <laughs> I did. I did. I did talk. Oh, I you did? Talk. Okay. Yeah. It's just that they didn't add what I said in. What um, did you say? But it, um, so originally, because what, what was it? That, what was it the stem they added? In? It was Elke saying um that she thinks it's good to... That if there's gonna be less pol- like less cars bloating the roads, then it can only be a good thing. Or it yeah. something along those lines. Um for me, I, I mentioned the fact that it was a social space. Um so I was like, it's a good idea to get a social space that everyone gets a bit of a Yeah, there's not a lot of those um, in town. No. Outdoor um, social stuff. Like, no, it's hardly any. Um especially one that's you know, A social distance and B outside. That's a problem um, so, that London
0: has, wasn't? It? When we were down in London, like we could not find a place to sit.
1: No, there was nowhere to sit. Whereas there's a place to sit. Uh, exactly. Whereas at least now we know where we're going to be able to sit to eat donuts in Glasgow. Um. But um. So I was just saying, it's good to have like that area there, not only for like a social thing but like in a for a mental health thing as well that people are getting a chance to meet up mm-hmm. even if those are still a wee bit wary about the you know you know the easing of lockdowns so they still can come here and sit and still have like a social distant conversation without, you know and still have a meet up and talk socially distant mm-hmm. without having to, you know, worry about any you know breaking any COVID guidelines, that kind of thing or anything that they're not comfortable with. Um and also, I, I I thought it was a a fairly Decent input that I put that I, I mentioned, um, but they, they, Surely, they the editors out, at STV didn't think so. <laughs> no, um, they, they they probably honed in on what Elke said about the the emissions and thought, "Doubt it. That's good." Um, yeah,
0: maybe no one else said it or something.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so they put that one in, and it it just made me look like a very nice accessory to her. Um, but I did say I did say stuff, and I was. Uh, but the one thing I regret though is I said to is after is that what we should have done is have a massive argument <laughs> so her fought it and me against it. And I'll be like, no. There's not enough pollution on the road. Glasgow used to be one of the most pol- you know, polluted places <laughs> on the planet. We need to keep that reputation going. Um
0: pollution makes Glasgow.
1: Exactly. Like, you know, cleaner Glasgow, no. You know, polluted Glasgow. Pollution. Yes. <laughs> Um, but I, I was not until after that I was like, "Oh, we should have done that. that would have been quite funny." I actually oh, me so added funny. that. In just, just I was having this argument. Um, but I was I, that that was a interesting day. Um, walking walking through town and ended up on STV news. Uh, sent my mum a text, being like, "Oh, watch the STV news tonight because I'm going to be on it," and she freaked out because. Um, <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she she was asking about a thousand questions like did they take your name what were they asking you because uh, i, I pretty, pretty much said the exact same thing i said to you i was like watch well, tv to news tonight i'm on it and she was like what was the topic and i was like just you have to watch and see and she was like no i need to know now i'm worried <laughs> was she, i was like <laughs> what, what did you see like,
0: <laughs> you bring shame to our family
1: <laughs> it wasn't even that it's just like um obviously she works within that sort of area as well um so I, I think she was uh, that, you know she was worried that, you know, th- that they took our names and phone numbers and stuff and they were gonna hound us and be like, Oh, we need to talk to you again, blah blah blah. What um, oh, she right, was worried okay. about that. Um it was like did, they didn't take our names, they didn't take anything from us, they just asked us a couple of questions and that was it. Um And she was like, Alright, okay. Then she watched it and just went, Oh, you're you're very much Elky psychic there. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I, mean, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just looked like a creep standing there.
1: Yep, I, I wasn't even. I wasn't even with her. I, I just showed up.
0: He just did <laughs> next to her that area. Yeah, know?
1: I was. I was just there. I was just hey What's up?
0: Well, this is not your Don't first you... time on TV. We were previously on TV. Well, yes, internet TV. We were on the Gaming BAFTAs at some point back in we were. 2010. I was. I think it was. Yeah, well, right, 11 years sure. ago. Yeah, I'm sure that will, anyway. club is easy to find. Uh, so that there, they did take our names and addresses and stuff. I uh, remember that.
1: Remember, I won uh um Yeah, that little. Uh, I got an award. Um, yeah,
0: that was a really cool little. That was on. That was on Xbox Live, wasn't it? At some point, you could I, actually download it on console.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, what, was what was the name of it? The name of the game. Try to remember what remember I cannot for the life of me remember what it was called. It's probably um, on our
0: iPhone download somewhere, but it's probably a way back and you can't even download Oh, it uh, It's probably not been updated.
1: Yeah. Um you could probably, probably find it would be like under unknown game or something. Yeah. Um step right was there. Oh good?
0: Yep, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um it'll be under unknown game or something like that. Uh I've tried, I can't what was it called? Um, but I got a Wii certificate and a voucher from uh, for a game through. I think it was That's 40, right. £50 pounds or something. Wow. That's actually, that um, i What uh, did you
0: use for that? Did you, what game did you buy with that? Can you remember?
1: I can't remember. I really can't remember. Um, do you still
0: have the certificate?
1: I've still got it somewhere, yeah. But um, I'll need to try and dig it out because I, I do have it. I'm just not sure where Um, it is. Um, it'll be on my mum's somewhere.
0: How, how but, old was that kid?
1: Like half our age. <laughs> so how old was he back then? So uh, how old that he was that, that kid was probably like ten or eleven at the God, time. He's a, he's a
0: uni now. That's depressing.
1: Yeah, oh. and that and probably still scarred as well. Be like oh, that, <laughs> that that mean guy. Oh,
0: that's so funny! Just seeing like because he. remember the crowd? They will had a little crowd guy around around us as well. Because it was right yeah. next to the Connects booth. Because we were the first people to ever ever in the UK. The first people in the general public to get a Connect demo, uh, yeah. and play it as well. And right next to that, to the left hand side, out was this little booth for this little indie game. They had a competition going. And I just remember the the, the game before because you were going get back and forth, just sort of trying to get used to the game because it did have a little, little bit of a learning curve. Uh-huh. I remember seeing that kid's little face with his little hat on. He had this beaming smile when he beat your score uh, It was like he, dramatically he beat score. your score as well. Like it was quite a high score. Yeah, then you stepped in. And ruin his day.
1: <laughs> the disappointment like, on his face. <laughs> absolutely not. I am. I, will, I am going to win this. The guy actually turned around and went. If a guy beat, like, if your score gets beaten, I'll be shocked. <laughs> so so that, that that kid knew he had no chance.
0: Plus, it was the end of the day at that point, so no one else. It was kind of quieting down around that time.
1: The, uh, the, so because it was through the through in Edinburgh. Um, That's right. So. We went through on the Friday, and you still had Saturday, Sunday to go. But obviously, no one on the Saturday and the Sunday beat my score. Oh um,
0: right. Oh okay. Yeah, the,
1: uh, there was there was still a couple of days of it to go. Oh. Uh, but no. But no one could beat my score.
0: Wow. that's all just to,
1: about. Yeah. Oh, just to make sure that you know. I I was solidified in history and destroying a kid's dream as well.
0: Oh, um, so funny! Just seeing his yeah. disappointed face. It's just so funny.
1: (laughs) I still think about it. I just wish I could remember the name of the game.
0: I know. It's a shame I can't remember. It's a good Uh little game as well. It was good. imagine you probably could still download it on the 360 as well, from your downloads. You'd
1: you'd be able to get it on the 360. I doubt you'd get it on the Xbox One, though. No, no. It was one of those XNA games. Those
0: XNA developer games. When they released that. Because you had Xbox Live Arcade, but then you had your indie games thing, where... I made a game of zombies in it and stuff like that was there, where you could like self publish games. Oh yeah, the games.
1: I, I forgot, but I made a game of zombies. In yeah,
0: it. so you could like self publish games, and that was one of those games. And we, I think, we ended up we did actually buy it because it was only a few Microsoft points at that point. It was actually oh, fairly yeah, it, cheap. I
1: think, I think it was a fiber or something. It yeah, wasn't. it was
0: really really cheap.
1: Was good it expensive game. anyway? Plus, it was on oh, the was phones good.
0: as well. It was perfect for the phones. But I think in that competition, you are playing the three hundred and sixty version. But yeah, that was a that was a fun day actually. I quite liked that day. Uh also there actually there's one more thing. It was probably a good thing if we're talking it was for forty minutes I never haven't even talked about games yet. There's a reason <laughs> why we're extending this. Because uh, we don't have much, to, don't have much to talk about. <laughs> yeah. uh. But I watched Spectre for the first time.
1: Uh see I've still to watch it.
0: Uh How was
1: it?
0: It is probably what do I would always say oh it's how would I describe it? I'll try to use a word that's not bad. Um, huh? It's probably the it's not the best Weakuest. one out of the four. Yes, yeah, the weakest of all of the Daniel Craig films currently. Obviously yeah. no, T- no Time to Die hasn't has been released. Uh, but it's definitely the weakest. Probably the most exciting part of the film for me. because The film starts, because all, all of the marketing material was about sort of the Day of the Dead festival that happened in Mexico. Uh, yeah. So you see a big crowd of the Day of the Dead, the masks and stuff like that. Uh, that's like the, before the credit sequence. That's probably the coolest scene in that whole film, actually. is where they're in Mexico, Mexico City. And Daniel Craig has this fight on a spinning helicopter that does look-to-lips and stuff like that and in the <laughs> skyline of Mexico City. I think it was Mexico City, I think. It's the biggest city in Mexico, I think. So, but, um, that that was a really cool scene. But from there, it was okay. It's mostly basically the film's about, uh, they, they've this company is sort of they're combining all the intelligence agencies around, so that of these major countries are combining all their intelligence agencies, agencies into one, and they're, they've gotten rid of the Double O program. So essentially, James Bond has gone rogue, uh, and he's trying to find this person and kill him, which is usually every film. Uh villain,
1: yes, James there's Bond always Bond. a villain
0: that he has to kill. So there's nothing really spoiler there. But yeah, it's basically just about. Uh, the MI Five is now being uh, uh, engulfed into this sort of one worldwide intelligence agency shared across nine countries, um, and James Bond is no longer no longer a double agent. Uh, it's definitely a globe a globe uh, a globe trotter of a film because they go to Rome, like Tokyo, um, and all all these other like London, obviously, and they go all over the place. Uh, after watching, I can see why this is the most expensive James Bond film ever made. I looked at the budget; it's one of the most expensive, expensive films ever made as well. I think the budget was like three hundred fifty million or something.
1: Oof! Yeah, think, it was, um, it more than I the a lot of the, the Disney it cost stuff. That much?
0: Uh, I was just take no time to die, which is the budget for that. Uh, Maybe roughly two fifty to, to three hundred million. million. No, no, no so it's still quite the same amount. Spectre. Uh, Spectre here is. It's not coming up on. I'll have to go into the Wikipedia page. Oh, that was around the same, two fifty to three hundred million. Okay, so it's from doing it again with this next one. Uh, but yeah, it's no Skyfall. It was quite a quite a drop from Skyfall. It was very hard to top Skyfall. I think Skyfall will be his. You know, uh, uh, yeah, that, that that'll be the best one. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Because actually, I looked into the Daniel Craig sort of timeline. It's also back in the day. Also, this is before we were born. But I think typically they used to always release a James Bond film every two or three years, or something like that. It was fairly regularly because the end of every James Bond film it would tell you. Uh, next James time, Bond James will Bond will yeah uh, will return and uh, Goldfinger or something like that, you know. But they don't do that in these ones. Did you know the Casino Royale or Gibbs Casino Royale came out in two thousand six? I can believe that. That's absolutely that. insane. Two thousand
1: and six. I kind of remember um, Daniel Craig becoming James Bond, and I'm sure oh, it was such a big in- deal.
0: It was such a big deal now?
1: Yeah, because I think I was, I was still in high school at, the t- at that point. Yeah, yeah. Can um, kind of distinctively remember it happening? So yeah, new, I remember it was
0: such a it's a very it's a very big British thing. This is one of the big things that it's basically as big as the Pope getting in uh, sworn in, basically. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, all right. The were was a, a very big character. Um, yeah, two thousand six. So from two thousand six, you could see a Then, two years later, Quantum Solace. Uh, Then, four years later, you had Skyfall. Then, three years later, you had Spectre. So, from 2006, you've only had one, two, three, four, five films. So, 15 years. It's crazy, isn't it? 15 years, you've only had five Bond films. That's why it's such
1: a big deal now, though. Um, I think
0: I do. Rem- I do specifically remember this interview with Barbara Broccoli. I don't know why this stuck with me, but I think the reason why we don't get them as often is because I, I for some reason, I remember her saying she. W- whenever time I G's one file comes out, she wants it to make it feel special,
1: <laughs>
0: or something like that. I just remember for some reason I remember thinking that years ago I was like, why is it taking so long? Between something like Spectre, and No Time to Die, and I just for some reason in the back of my mind. Just hearing her saying the reason why is because they want to make it, you know, more special. Uh, A special event that happens when it comes out, you know, it's like a... Whereas if that happened every two years, it wouldn't be as special anymore. Yeah. Well, here it is, look at this. Doctor No, 62. From Russian Love, 63. Goldfinger, 64. Thunderball, 65. And then you had... Then they went to two years later once they got to Roger Moore. Uh, You Only Love Twice, 67. Then the weird offbeat one that wasn't officially a James Bond Eon Productions film was our magi- On Her Majesty's magi- Secret Service since 69. Mm-hmm. I think they were going through just some disputes at that point over the licensing. Then 1971 was Live- Diamonds Are Forever, 1973 Love and Let Die, 1974 The Man with the Golden Gun, 1977 The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonmaker, 79, Free Your Eyes Only, 81, Octopus, 83. So it's pretty much two every two years up until... Bronson, Pierce Bronson 95, Goldfinger, Toronto Never Dies 97, World's Not Enough 99 Die Another Day 2002, that was three years I suppose, then you get four years between Die Another Day and Casino Royale Uh, but yeah it's okay I, I, you have to watch it though because it does directly connect to You're I Trying to Die
1: yeah, I, um, I watched the Graham Norton show last night I've still to watch that. Uh, I do want to watch that
0: because that Leah to do isn't it the woman from Death Stranding?
1: Yeah, because um, it's, it's all that they're talking about James Bond in it because it's you know like Daniel Craig, um, he's on it. Uh, and they, they were basically saying that it just you know it, it just carries off from where Spectre ends.
0: Yeah, it ends in a a way that's like oh this is clearly more to say. Um, it wasn't your classic Bond ending. Um, well, kind of was, but, uh, yeah, it's clearly a, a direct lineage from that, which is weird because you never really used to get that in old Bond films. It was, they're always like their own separate stories. Yeah. Also, you had characters that came over, like uh, Q and M and stuff like that, but you never had direct sequels in a way, even though they are technically sequels. I don't know. It's weird. Um. The one thing I thought, uh, one thing I like what they're doing with the, the Daniel Craig films is they're giving you a peek behind the, behind the curtain of what he is like as a person. It's also in the older ones. You never really got to see him as, you only got to see him as double seven. It's okay. also in Skyfall, his relationship with Emma and stuff like that. It was a a big deal that she was the Bond girl in that film, essentially. Uh, there's Yeah, you, you do get to see his house in this one, where he lives. Yeah. Uh. And it looks like the way I would describe it, which matches—I I th- think—it's a good description of it. It looks more like a place to stay than a than a home. All right. He doesn't have a home. He's not very homely. It's just another place that he stays. Even if it is his house, technically, that he owns, it's just not a home. Is is it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's quite a, it's quite sad actually when you see it. It's quite pathetic. But anyway. Uh, Spectre decent, but not the best. Daniel Craig film. Mm-hmm. Skyfall is still a number one for me.
1: Skyfall was amazing. Was really awesome. is amazing. It really is. Oh, was brilliant.
0: I do let, I've come around on the song though for uh, Spectre, that Sam Smith song. It's quite good. Oh, writing on it, the wall. Yeah, it works quite well when you it transitions to the credits. So mm-hmm. also I've only really listened to it outside of that. Um, I still prefer the Radiohead one though. Yeah, But that's too depressing. That would have worked. I can see why they didn't pick it. But I like it. Yeah,
1: and
0: I like the Billie Eilish one, the new one. No Time to Die. Uh, though I haven't really listened to that one as much. But I'm excited to...
1: I imagine once the film comes out, then it'll be played a wee bit more.
0: Yeah, so I'm really curious, because I remember at some point, God, it must have been this time last year, You talked about this, but I remember I was talking about James Bond, and how... Mm-hmm. I read this article about the the marketing the marketing deals they had in place with film are yeah. all for outdated products. So all the products that they're marketing in, all this old Nokia phone and stuff like that, the Sony the Sony phones, like they're they're so old at this point that they're having to go back in and edit it and replace it with newer products. Oh, really? Yeah, because a lot of the stuff they've put in there is just out of date now. Like they're your models are out, are out, yeah. Uh, so it's kind of this weird turn of events where, because of the pandemic, the the changes some things. Huh. But uh, I really, I really want to see that new one though. I'm excited, really excited for it. It kind of got me hyped up. For yeah,
1: it. It, it looks it looks brilliant.
0: Yeah, we'll have to um, uh, try and figure out to go see that.
1: Talking to um, one of the guys in the cinema, apparently they've really ramped up their prices as well for it. Um, so on its opening weekend in the cinema there was nothing but James Bond on um, and to get in is £16 a ticket bloody hell uh, if you want the eye sense I think he said it was 20
0: gosh I mean this this is the film they've been waiting for Yeah, they're I think that, their that, hopes this is on. why
1: they're doing it Yeah, I mean I imagine every single cinema is doing it as well with like just oh, we're just gonna, you know, charge quite a, a hefty price for it. Yeah, um, completely understandable. Um, but I was that because I was asking, was that, are, you, are you ready for James Bond yet? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like apparently everyone's. It's it's kind of like what would be considered a Call of Duty launch. Um, for uh, like for us, so it's they they say that everyone's kind of like on. Extra hours, um, everyone's in in one day. Uh, instead of obviously making a really big deal out of it, um, and people have been like pre-ordering and booking tickets already to go into it. Imagine some of them would be full up by now.
0: I wonder. Well, we'll have to. I don't know if, if we were to see it, where would we see it? Uh, well, I just have to come through there and see it.
1: Um, Possibly, we need we we'll sort that. We can sort that.
0: Yeah. Because I know there's because you also have the monthly thing. Yeah. So we need to, oh yeah, we'll sort out of how to, to do that. Anyway, I'm excited for it. Uh, but definitely watch it because you have to. Yeah. Uh, for the next one.
1: Right? I oh, definitely will.
0: Yeah. I think that's us. So we'll move on to the games. They won't actually think the game's going take long at all. Uh, no. I'll talk about So it. we'll just
1: get my bit out of the way. I, yeah, I, let's, I do, let's, let's do
0: yours. You, I've talked enough.
1: Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've <laughs> not played anything. Well, so I've right, you yep. <laughs> played
0: some Fallout, I imagine. I think you saw you on that one. I've,
1: yeah, I've played some Fallout. Um, uh, yeah, I've played Fallout. Just been playing around on that. I've been trying to work my way through the scoreboard. Um, oh, I've yet to touch I, that. Uh, I'm now rank. Let's find out. I'm ranked forty two of a hundred. Wow,
0: you've gosh, that's a lot.
1: Yes. Um I've been I've been quite committed to uh, basically the way that the, the daily stuff works on Fallout is that if you can achieve five of them you get a gold star and that gold star is worth double score. So it's like five hundred or something. Well not I I think it's every day it's worth five hundred. Um actually I no it's not that. is that a new uh, thing? No no it's always been in. Um oh. so basically because I've got Fallout on at the moment, it's just like just kinda sitting there. Um but uh so you get gold star, complete a daily challenge. So if you complete five of them you get an extra two hundred and fifty score. Oh okay, right. Yeah. Um so that's kinda what I've been trying to achieve. Um if if I can at least do five of I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six yeah, like eight daily challenges a day. You can do five of them. Then you get that gold star. Um, so I've, I've been I've been quite good at doing them. I've I've not done them every day, but I've done them most days. Um, and there's a weekly one at the moment that just has not flagged up for me at all. and it's complete, the event radiation rumble.
0: Oh, that one. Just,
1: yeah, and it is not showing up. That's kind that's of why bang. I'm. That's kind of why I'm sitting on it at the moment. It's just oh, I see. Hope oh, hoping that it's just going to. Show up at some up up. point. Um, yeah, it hasn't. Well, um, what else have I played? Um, I was on the Switch. Oh, so, yeah, uh, I played the demo. To oh god, why do I keep forgetting the name of that? It was on the Nintendo Direct. So the Triangle uh, thing. No, Voice of Cards, the Isle Dragon. That Wars.
0: yeah, what I yeah, when I saw that, I that was not interested in it. Uh, it's not really my thing, but what did you think?
1: I lo- I actually really enjoyed it. Oh, um, that's good. I actually, I actually thought it was really good because it was you know that way where you sit and watch it and you're like, no, that looks bizarre. That looks weird. Um, and then it comes up with um, what's his face who's who's um, working on it. Um, as another guy who was behind Nier.
0: Um, um, Yoko Taro. What's
1: his name. Yes. I think he was doing I think he played a part in it and you're just you know that way where you're kinda like right okay that that could be interesting, I guess. And then it comes up free demo and you're like, eh, let's download that. Let's oh. we'll try it to see how we get on. Um Yeah, you you y- y- Yoko Taro. Uh, so I was like, I'll download it, I'll give it a bash. Uh, and I ended up getting quite sucked into it. I was oh. like It's good in the way that you can it's a switch game, hundred um, percent. I don't. I, I would work fine on like Xbox and PlayStation as well. But you know that way where it's kind of the perfect thing that while you're on the go, you can play yeah. like a, this wee sort of I card game. can
0: imagine. Added... It's a game where you'd sit down on a couch and commit hours to it. it seems like actually, you could for the
1: switch. Um, see, it's good because you, yeah, you. It's a game that you could uh, could commit hours to, with but at the same time, you could maybe just play it for like an hour. It's quite addictive in the way that it's played. Um mainly because it's it's not difficult. Um at least I didn't find it overly difficult. Uh so you just basically you're you're this wee chess piece and you're like, you know, going on like you know, walk working your way through this board. Um uh, and then you occasionally just come up that basically it's telling this story, but it's done through kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons type thing where it's Hey, you're I'm trying to think of the best way I can describe it. Um but you've got a narrator talking talking his way through it. Um if you ever played Biomutant, you it's kind of the same idea. Um you've got a narrator talking you through the whole thing, going, Oh, the the queen is found as, um as a medicine that's gone missing and she's sending you three heroes to go and get go and retrieve the medicine. Um and then you go out and then it that just becomes this sort of it becomes a board and you need to like move your chest piece along like square to square to square and each square can you know you know you, it's just kind of as you move along it then opens something else up so the path opens up as you go along and um, so you'll occasionally see like a Wii icon with a chest, uh, with a chest on it and you'll be like all right okay so it gives you like a chest item um equally it's the same way an rpg works that you'll just end up in a random battle um and that's basically that's a card game meets an RPG, but in its simplest form, where there's not really too much to it to make you be like, "Oh, right, okay, this is a full, full-on RPG." Um, it's just like you've got your cards. You then you basically um, try to think of well, you know, Gwent, where each card mm. has like a health number on it, and then you need to try yeah. and get oh, the, get the health down. number to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of similar to that. So, every you've got your three characters, each one has a magical ability, and then you use those magical abilities to take down your opponent. Uh, and, but then there's like wee cubes on the side, so each move has a cube, or sorry, not each move, but like sort of special attacks, so like fire, that kind of thing. Might be like, right, that's going to cost you like one cube to use, or more powerful attacks, will be like, right, that's going to cost you three. Um, So you need to... But I think you can stack up to ten of them at one given time, and then you can use them to attack. But obviously, you, you know, if you use them all, you get one for every time you're about to use a card. You get one back, or you can use... There's a... One of the guys has a card called Concentration, which, basically, you skip your your move, but in return, you get an extra cube. Um... But it's, it's, it's hmm. as as a, as as an RPG, it's very very good. Well, I found
0: it. sorry, like,
1: I genuinely found it quite difficult to put down. I was sitting playing it in bed, and I was like, I should go oh. to sleep. But I'm actually quite enjoying it. Like, that's I'm, encouraging. I really enjoy... Yeah, I was. I was, I, I, I kind of went in thinking this is going to be a bit kind of like, meh. Mm. But no, it's genuinely. It. I. I came away going like, oh, I can't wait to. Can't oh. wait for that to come out. now. wow, that's um, cool. I, it's, it's £25 quid twenty five when it comes out, which will be very, very good. That's a good price. Yeah,
0: it's releasing on 28th of October.
1: I believe it is, yeah. The tail the end of here, October. Website.
0: Well, one uh, thing I liked from the the videos is that everything is car-based, even the shops and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, the, the, the entire game. Which is kind is of wild, hard. isn't it? It's,
0: it's kind of weird. Yeah. All right, I, I, well, uh, I don't, unfortunately I don't have a Switch right now to Play it, but to give it a bash. I might actually yeah, whenever take my I ever word it for it. One. Yeah, it's generally kind yeah, of sold it's... me on that. I didn't really get well, that from one... the trailer.
1: And there's just one guy talking over it as well, it's just this one person. Uh who be like, Oh, you like you like like I was saying, when you're moving around the board, you'll come across a square and it'll just come up with a vent. Uh okay, well, you've come across a goblin um who's been uh, who's been poisoned. What do you do? And it will come up with options to be. You can either cure them with an antidote or antidote, or you leave them. Uh, so if you cure them with an antidote, then it'll be like, oh, the goblin leaves, but leaves behind an item as a way of thanks. But then, as you keep <laughs> moving along, it'll come back up going, "There's that goblin again. He's giving you an item um, for helping him out, and then leaves." So uh, you get like rewarded for doing that. But then equally, like if you don't have an antidote, then you just be like, oh, okay. I'm going to have to leave you to die by, and obviously hmm. you don't get anything for doing that. Uh, but there's like all this—you've got a whole pile of speech options as well. Like it's not just this one. You you choose like right, okay, I'm going to select this dialogue option. Doesn't like as far as that might do in the full game in the retail version, but in the demo it doesn't do much. It just like, you select that, see what see what happens. Uh, don't know if it'll then lead on to something else down the line that like decisions you make might affect something down the line if you're trying to side with someone. Um, we'll we'll see what happens with that, but uh, yeah, like honestly, it's one for twenty five pounds. I think it will be one that I'll be. I'm quite tempted to pick up. I, I actually came away going like, I, I really, really want to play that again. Oh, it was really good. good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm quite excited for that. It was it was genuinely just to, to I'll, I'll try it see what it's like. Just because it was a demo, um, it was a demo and it was like Yoko Taro that was behind it as well. So it seems a bit of a.
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, it worth a try. Yoko Taro, creative director. Kichi Yokabe, who's the music, and Kimiko. Music's very good. Fujisaka, the character design. The characters look lovely. Yes.
1: Yeah, the characters are lovely. Uh, they look really, really good. You only meet th- so you meet three of them initially. Uh, oh God, there's one guy actually. I was laughing at. You meet a buff sailor. <laughs> um, but the, the the way they describe him is really really funny. It was like. You meet a very handsome man whose muscles are ripped. <laughs> it's, 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 it's quite funny. Um, there was, there was cool. just going on about how how perfect this man's body was. Well, you go up to the man with the perfect body. <laughs> um, it was like we need to borrow your boat. I hope that um, every
0: time he comes up, they just introduce him that way. But it's like a different way of describing his body.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope There's the man with the tasty muscles. The bulging biceps, bulging biceps, glistening nipples, glistening skin, sweat. Uh, I think there's one point because you've got a female character with you that it's her that goes up to talk to him. Like, no, it's not the time for time for any naughty thoughts. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> I was like, what? That's funny. I, I, I actually found it quite amusing. I thought that was like, That's really really good. Yeah, I hope There's cool. more daft. Hope there's more Wii encounters like that in it because that 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 was genuinely quite that it made me chuckle when I was playing it. That's cool.
0: I imagine um, the be uh, Oh, was, oh yeah. that was a, a very good overview. I'm actually um, generally had no interest if, in that. But no, I'm if curious. I
1: had to make like a if you yeah, if you you know because people like um like oh what did you not like about it um it's very uh, slow. I wish there was a way you could kind of speed mm. it up. Yeah. So, especially when you're in battle, so like when it's not your turn, I'd be like, can we just like kind of like skip through this or kind of just speed it up a wee bit? Um, that would be good. Uh also, I can't like it's fine for a two-hour two like you know a one to two-hour demo. Uh, however, if you're sitting playing a full you know like I don't know how long that game's going to be. Let's say for talking sake, thirty hours of constant cards being flipped over. I don't know if that if you that know it would
0: be, if, be long know, lasting the fun
1: yeah eventually it would just become a bit dull and like you know the cards just keep flipping if there's maybe a way just to keep it as like a static animation or something just without all like the the fancy flips that kind of thing just be like and we just here's my cards just go for it just kind of keep it in its basic form like really basic um like I, I don't know if seeing all these cards flip about is going to be a bit kind of kind of a bit dull towards the end yeah. am I, am I, so i or even to some people might not like it Would just rather just like Card, you know, card facing, card facing, card facing, card facing, mm-hmm. um, and just like speed up a bit, just to speed through the game, because well, it seems to be a lot of it is based off its interactions. You know, as if it's you know inspired off a Dungeons and Dragons type dialogue where you've got the game master talking you through it, uh, I would imagine, um, people would just kind of want to speed through the combaty bits. Yeah, uh, get back or to even the... just like the. The fun stuff. Uh, the, or the yeah, dialogue stuff. The dialogue. But even like when you're wandering the chessboards, not too bad. It's generally quite quick. Um but it, it, anyway to kinda like speed that wee bit up would be quite good. Um, I had a look in the options and couldn't see anything. Um I don't know if it's a common complaint either. But that's again just me kind of just being like, right, if if I had to find something that I didn't like about it, that's what I would put down. But for me personally it was I, I didn't have any issue like playing it, I enjoyed what I, what I saw, it was very pretty to look at, um, lot of fun to play. Um, I think for twenty five pound, it's going to be one of those games that you'll be like, yeah, it's hundred percent worth picking up.
0: Yeah, it says here on the on the Nintendo website, it says it has many games. Some of the many game, many games yes. can be played by one to four players. When one player is playing, it's possible to pass a single controller between players, or for each player to have their own controller. Outside of the many yeah. games only played by a single player is supported.
1: Yes, um, I can't, it's it's basically a card game inside the card game. Um, cardception. Cardception, yeah. Because uh, there's a bit in it where you have to play that game because there's an item you need to pick up. I think you can buy it, but it's quicker. Just it's basically like a gambling type thing where you need to try and trying to remember what it because we only play it once and i can't feel really, i can't really remember how it goes because it was like two in the morning and i was half asleep yeah. um but it's like a gambling type thing where you need to try and put these t- you need to put like basically you have three cards and you have to try and put two together and they will eventually total a number Um. so like let's say for example you've got a set of cards and it's like two three and four those cards will be able to pair together so then your score will will be like because 'cause you're able because they're in a row, so you'll be able to pair together two, three four um you'll get nine points for doing it uh equally if you can't pair anything together, you have to pick one card, so you say right, okay, let's take that one that's worth two, and then your cards that are worth four and like let's say like four and five or something this isn't the best example, but it's let, 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 let's say you've got cards like one three, and five. That you can't do much with so you say right, okay i'll take card three and card one and five will then be put into what's kind of like a reserve deck that anyone can use and then if it goes to your turn and you're like well i need you know those that that number one so i can do like one two and three then you can use that off the off the you know office reserve deck that's open to anyone um that that was the mini game they showed off. It's actually it was actually quite fun. It was actually it was, it was decent. Um I actually quite enjoyed playing it. Uh they had a tutorial Oof. for it which was actually quite in-depth as well. It's very you know, slow and hand holdy and be like, right, okay, we'll make sure you get it right before you go and do it for real. Okay. Um And then once you beat the demo, it comes up with a multiplayer option where you like you said, ah. you can you can actually play. You can play the multiplayer bit in the demo, but like I said, it's that like you pass the controller around and everyone takes a turn each.
0: I can't imagine you'd have four people over sitting there watching you play it single player until the minigames come up.
1: No, I can't imagine so. Um, but it's in the main menu, so I'd imagine once you unlock it in the single player, then you'll get it in this multiplayer option as well. That so you don't have to play oh, right, okay. for the game. So it, it, it is an option in the main menu. Oh, okay. Because um, I, I saw that I saw it initially, and I was like, "Multiplayer, that's odd." But you don't unlock it until it, it, once you beat. Because I, I thought it was they just had it in as kind of in place for the the full game. But as soon as you beat the demo, it'll come up like multiplayer unlocked, um, and it lets you play that car game. So like, that's actually. like a very generous demo.
0: You don't get that often these days.
1: No, not at all. Um, it was it was it was only about an hour to two hours long, but. It was good. I, I I really enjoyed it.
0: There you go. That is so, Voice of Cards, The IO Dragon Roars. Okay. Yes. There's another game you have played, and we'll combine it and transition into mine. We also played the Call of Duty Vanguard Beta.
1: Played the Call of Duty Vanguard Beta, yes. Forgot what are your thoughts, Bill? It was good. Um I, I really liked it. Uh it's <laughs> Um, God, I can't even think of what I thought. Of Call of Duty it was like, It's Call of Duty. It's, yeah, like, it's really hard it's to like, describe, hard to describe Call of Duty without being like. Uh, it's, it's literally just the same game, but with, a, with a World War Two skin. Different over skin. It. It's a bit, yeah. Is like if you played a lot of Cold War? It's not as fast paced because no, it got a bigger no. map. There's, there's some of the bigger pace. maps in it. Some of them were too and big.
0: The one by the beach, the Japanese, oh I think, that, is in that's Japan. too big. The, but for the number of players you had there. The snow, oh yeah, it was yeah that one. That was really big as that, well. It looked like a Russia or something.
1: One. Yeah, I hated that one. Yeah, Uh but I the good map. The was Hitler's house. Hitler's house was good. Yeah, that was um, cool. I, yeah, I don't know if it
0: actually has Hitler's house, but we called it a Hitler's house.
1: No, we we called it a Hitler's house. Um, that was that was a good that was a good map. Uh, what else was there? Uh,
0: the the quality of the beta from the alpha seemed to be.
1: Oh, it wasn't as good, was it?
0: Dramatically it was dramatically deteriorated since the alpha. Usually there's an improvement from the alpha to beta, but in this it was really jittery. Like when I first loaded up the game, the, ga- the gamer had frame rate issues when the character was just walking on the screen. When you're in the game, there's like textures disappearing, there's like buildings that disappear sometimes. You can see through them. Uh, and some, some occasional frame rate drops here and there. Or okay, there was one. I think at one point, I managed to kill someone after like a three, two or three seconds after I died, just by shooting them. Yeah, because the delay was so bad. Like the guy killed me first on my screen, but then like two seconds later, as I was laying on the ground, he dies as well. Even though I've been dead for like three seconds and haven't laid any shots on him since then. Um, like you came up with a decent theories that because the alpha was only on PlayStation, it wasn't on PC or anything like that. I don't think. Yeah. So it was like PlayStation exclusive but this one is, it was like full open beta, it was PC, Playstation and Xbox so maybe the game sort of just buckled under the load of players playing it.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm pretty sure that's what it would have been.
0: Yeah, it's I just, think so.
1: Because they would have had so many people on at one time as well. Yeah. It, I, it, it, it was just the servers were having a bit of a Which yeah. It's obviously like the point of our. Uh, A beta is the stress test.
0: I do worry about the maps though, because the fact that three out of the four we played we didn't like. Yeah. Two out of three, I can't remember it was. The beach one, the snow one.
1: Beach, snow, Hitler's house, and.
0: Maybe it was just two out of three we didn't like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember if we said more or not.
0: But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I wasn't. I played it as like, this feels like Call of Duty, but. Transitioning because we don't have much more to add because we talked about the alpha last time. We were bent in deep into Champions Hell, which I still think is my favorite part of the um,
1: yeah multiplayer. Uh, really like it Actually, itself. I think
0: it's a really neat mode, but good transition into the Halo Infinite Insider uh, Beta. I don't oh, know what uh, it is. the Insider yeah, build.
1: Yeah, I did. Eventually, I did get a code through for that. Oh, good. Good. Um, I, I've just not tried it yet.
0: Uh, the way you download it is you have to download the Xbox Insider app, hub app. Right. Then through there it comes up it goes to like, go to like Previews then it lists it there and download it there. Ah, okay. Uh Definitely download it. Because uh, when I played this because we, discuss- we had this inter- interesting discussion in our own time I think because you've got Call of Duty you've got Halo Infinite which is admittedly later in the year than Call of Duty, and you've also got Battlefield 2042. So, the discussion we were having, I think it was a few, well, maybe a few months back when you asked if I was buying Battlefield 2042. But I said, I don't think so. Because we already got so many games battling for our time. Yeah. And a game like that, so I don't want to spend 70 quid on a game that's multiplayer only, and I'd hardly touch it. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of feeling that way about Call of Duty as well, because I think Halo will be the multiplayer game for me. I have everyone saying issue. it's
1: better it than is. Call of Duty.
0: It really, it really is. Um, I do have a couple of well, a couple of points that can be issues for you. It might be an issue for me at some point. I'm not sure. It might not be a, an issue for you. It's definitely an issue for some players. But yeah, I downloaded it, loaded it up and played it and I immediately loved it. It felt like old Halo again. The first map you play is a sort of Spartan training area. Well, I think it's the first map you play. It depends on if you get it or not. But it's a like Spartan training area and it really gave me like Halo Reach vibes. It felt like mm-hmm. a more, more of a Bungie Halo game. Uh, it's really, I guess it's dis- dis- difficult to describe it other than it's fueled just like Halo again. usually like the older Halos. Uh, it's also not as fast paced as something like Call of Duty. But you do get your sprinting and stuff like that. But you also have these pickups. Uh, that you find somewhere to what they introduced in Heal 3, these pickups you get around the spawn in the map. So one of the pickups you can get is like so they've changed the way, because you know maybe they'll add it in at some point as like a game mode, but you remember the the sword that you used to get yes. as a weapon for melee? So they've actually done something quite interesting with it. it's where They've taken it away at least in this game mode. I'm sure there'll be a griffball ball type thing added in where you can actually use the swords. But you don't Use them as weapons now. It's like an ability, and when you pick it up, you get three in the bottom right hand corner, and it gives you like this, this this sort of the laser sword. I don't know what the actual name of it is. Is it just laser sword or? I wanted to get the name right. Laser sword halo.
1: Well, the energy sword.
0: Energy sword. That's it. Energy sword. Energy weapon. That's a belt. Energy sword. So the energy sword. The little icon comes up and it has the number three next to it. I thought three. So basically, what it is, it's more like of an area effect attack. Where uh. Yeah, so you run it to an enemy. And you can also melee if you want by clicking the right stick. But if you tap RB, dash is like this big blast and it blasts them away, you can get like kill them in one hit with it. Um so if even if you're like not right up to them or right uh, right next to them, if you're like uh, close enough you can push it and it'll push them back away from you. Uh so you can like they all get all, you know, disorientated by being thrown back by the sword thing and it can shoot at them from a distance. Uh, This other one you get is a shield thing. It's not like the bubble shield in Halo 3. It's sort of more of like, I don't know, just a general one-sided shield that you stand behind. Uh, You can throw that down and it has quadrants on it. So every time someone shoots one of the quadrants, it disappears. Uh, Then eventually, if someone shoots it all, eventually it'll it'll disappear. But you can pick up like three of them as well. You can throw them down, especially if you're having a, a long distance fight, you can throw it down. And pop out of one of the quadrants that someone shot through and occasionally pop up and down try and shoot enemies from a long distance uh, what else do you get? I don't think there's that many, there was, well, the other one was uh, the hook, the grapple hook that is yeah. awesome that is a, again that's a pickup as well, you get three chances with that and you can basically it works like any grapple hook in any other game but only works at a certain distance you can't use it from far away, you have to be somewhat close to it but not only can you hook to like ledges and stuff like that or walls, we can also like hook shot enemies from a distance. So I managed to like when I was testing out, I accidentally shot it, but then the hook shot managed to catch on because it takes. It's not like the hook shot. Other games have a hook shot that's like quite immediate. Uh, um,
1: I can literally picture a game and I can't. Yeah, it's like, like really cool. quick. It's like. And you've not- to it. See, no,
0: the-
1: so, yeah, for some reason, I keep thinking of Bioshock Infinite. Not really the same thing, no, but you not don't really have the, same the hook thing. that went on the sc- on the rail.
0: Basically it's just a yeah. like, of, of all lots of things like did Dying Light have it?
1: Did Dying Light like, uh, D- Dying Light did, yeah.
0: So it may, it maybe I'm um, just maybe that quite old now, but it was it was quite I remember one game at least we played in the past, it was like if the hook shot comes out like really fast and uses a pup really fast. The hookshot in this the hook shot in this is actually quite a it takes like a good second or two to actually get to something. So I shot accidentally as I was testing it out because it was the first match. And I managed to land on someone and I was pulled right up to them and then I mellowed them because they were running away, uh. which was really awesome. Uh, so the hook shock is really cool. Hook shot is awesome. But also, they also get other things around the map as well. There've, I think this was in Halo 5 where they. There's this sort of. The way they designed the map, the Spartan trading area map, there's this one part of the map where it's got this. Loadout drop thing, but it respawns every minute or so. Mm -hmm. It's like this one big, powerful weapon. Then it gives you like this announcer thing saying, Oh, the so and so weapon is respawning in 30 seconds. So then everyone's alerted to that. And the way they placed it in the map is they sort of funneled it in this like sort of tight corridor area. So everyone's like sort of squeezed into this little area to try and fight over this one weapon that can take people out and run it. So it's almost like they change the flow of the map at at certain points because everyone wants to get that weapon. So around that time when the announcer announces that, you just see everyone getting up to that area and like fighting over this uh, big weapon that can take people out in one hat. You've got your standard hook grenades, your sticky grenades as well, and your just box standard grenades. The weapon you start with, at least the game mode, was the standard assault rifle and the pistol. I actually really like the pistol. I actually... Usually you go with assault rifle first, but actually use the pistol first because you can right, get okay. like really quick headshots in. You can really feather that trigger really fast. Um, and it's quite a powerful little weapon as well. I actually really like the pistol in this Halo. Um, it's really fun, and then the weapons, the weapon sounds as well. The weapons sounds are absolutely amazing. It's just so good. It sounds absolutely f- amazing. Because oh. I was playing it through, I wasn't playing with headphones on. I was playing it through my speaker on, and the yeah. cl- the clarity of the the noises as well. It just sounds absolutely amazing. Um, the music that plays at the end of matches is so good. It's like, I really, it's like the first time I've actually really liked any of the 343 Halo music because the mm-hmm. music they played at the end of matches is so good. Um, it's like way more guitar and drums focused. It's like really oh, all right, heavy. Okay. Yeah, it's like really heavy. It's interesting. Like slow and heavy. Um, it's not really got the sort of the choir sound to it. It's more of like a Heavy trotting guitar sound, which I think is awesome. Um, but yeah, they also have added. It sounds uh, like they're
1: doing all the because Halo needs to be good this time around. It has to be.
0: It does. It does. Yeah. Like because the well, we went back. We mentioned this before in our podcast. We did go back and play Halo Five, at the start of last year, and I still think, like after all, because we bought it when it first came out, we played it through to a certain point, and then we just stopped playing it. Because I think at yeah. that point we were still mostly PlayStation 4 at that time, and we just never got back around to it. But we played it earlier last year, and that game feels so good. It's like the best playing Halo ever. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it feels amazing, that Halo. Um, I think we briefly played the multiplayer as well, the big Warzone type thing. I'm not sure what they called it in that. Uh, well, I think it was Warzone, actually. Uh, yeah. I think it it was, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but. but as a shame, there's no co-op at launch, but I think after playing this, I'll definitely at least be playing a lot of the multiplayer.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. It
0: feels really good. I'm excited to actually we should get it downloaded so we can play at some point in the next few days for the next podcast. It's really good, though. It's, it's absolutely amazing. The, the other things they've added, I'm quite interested where in they're going to go with this, but you've also got your standard character creation. Not character creation, like your character customization. So you can change out your armour PCs, you can change the colours of them. Same with uh, your guns as well, and your vehicles. The way you can unlock more of them is by... This this is where it might get a bit controversial for some people, because I'm not entirely sure I like it, and I think they're going to change it. But the way the battle pass progression works... Actually, before I get to that, there's just one other thing you can get. Because you have your standard answer, like Slayer, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can also get your own personal AI. You can actually change the voice of the AI. <gasps> and I can definitely see them adding in like a Jack Blackpack or something. Or just something yeah, really yeah, yeah. cool or crazy. Because it's only a few lines to say, but as the lines are, the voices they have are quite good. You can change like the color of them as well and the way they sound, um, which is really neat. But basically, what I was going to move on to next was how you get those new skins, those new colours for your guns and your weapons, uh, your, and your armour and your vehicles. So they've added in the beta or as that, the insider build, we'll call it. There's a shop and they give you 3,000 credits for free and you can buy anything at that shop using those credits. So you can buy the premium battle pass, so you get the free battle pass and the premium battle pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the premium one was pretty... We get three thousand credits. I can't remember how much it was credits wise, but you can buy that so you can get all the non-free items from the battle pass. Um, You can also buy like weapon skins as well and like booster packs for XP and to skip challenges. So the challenges. Let's get into that. So the way the battle pass progression works is the only way you can unlock XP to progress in the battle pass is by completing. Daily or weekly challenges. You don't get XP for winning a match, you don't get XP for earning badges in matches. You know you get those like double uh, cool badges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't get XP for winning a match. Um I played multiple matches where I won the matches but I didn't complete any of the challenges because they were quite difficult. There was like, you know, melee an enemy from behind three times. Um or get five headshots. Not in like a single game, like over time, over multiple games. Um, And I couldn't get them. And after I played like five or six matches and I only leveled up once. And I don't know, I'm not entirely sure I feel. I don't really care about battle passes at all. But I like feeling I'm making some form of progress. But this one, I never really felt like I was making any progress in the battle pass at all. I had to like check the challenges and use those booster packs. To like change the challenges, and I'd eventually find a challenge that I thought I could do. Um, but I don't know. I get a lot of people would argue that you know, why does it matter? Uh, why can't it should be about having fun and not caring about progress? Uh, which is fair, but they really do, you know, push the battle, the battle pass at the end of the match and how much stuff you earn. And a lot of the colors and the, the addition of skins for your helmets and weapons and stuff like that are tied to that. And if that's the only way you can get it. Then I want to at least have a good time trying to get it. If it's all tied to challenges that are a bit difficult, and that's the only way you can level up, it doesn't become as interesting to me. What do you think?
1: I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah. I get, you know, if you've got the challenges, then you get some extra progress in the battle pass um, if you complete the challenges. But even if you're winning matches, you should still get something.
0: Yeah, even if it's not like a hundred XP, usually the challenge per challenge is like hundred XP or two hundred XP or something like that. Um, yeah, the first level, the first level is to get from level zero to one is like five hundred XP, but that took me a few matches to get that. Um, I don't know, but the thing, the thing is, like, because a lot of the, the way the battle passes work in Halo, Master Chief Collection, and it works in this as well, is that they don't ever expire, like even after, even if you don't come back to the game for a few months later and Battle Pass 3 is out, Season 3 is out but you're still working on the first season you can pick and choose what you want from each Battle Pass so I think it may actually be better because sometimes I don't want every single item from a Battle Pass Yeah. Uh, I don't know if the pick and choose thing because they do Spartan points in Halo Master Chief Collection where as you level up you earn points which then those points can go towards the Battle Pass so maybe when they have multiple Battle Passes they'll bring back the the Spartan point system but you don't even have a you don't even have a level for your character. There's nothing. It's like very. It, was, it really is like classic Halo, where there's no character progression for level wise. So I'm curious how they're going to do the matchmaking and how to pair people up skill level wise if they don't have that in. Um, but yeah, other than that, as that was the one thing. Can kind of maybe like, hmm, I do have a feeling that they'll change it though. I think there's going to be a a a, a bit of backlash on character progression. So maybe. If, The first season, they'll keep it the way it is, but then whenever that co-op stuff comes out, season three or two in March or something, that's when there'll be maybe maybe major structural changes.
1: It will be, actually. That's what they're waiting for, is just once it becomes a wee bit more, you know, multiplayer-esque with the co-op.
0: Yeah. We're getting a lot of feedback from this, so maybe a lot of people are complaining about it. Again, like, it doesn't bother me I'm not going in. I don't go into every game and hoping there's a battle pass that could, that could level up. I, I really don't care. I'll still play this and I'll still enjoy it. But it was a little bit weird. It's, it's definitely very different from all the other multiplayer games that are at. And I think people are going to go in with certain expectations and that progression system just won't be there that, that people are used to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but other than that it is very, very, very good. The maps are solid. Every map that I played is really solid. It really feels like one of the, this one It's called the Bizarre. Uh, that really felt like a Halo 2 map to me. And the one, the Spartan Trading one that felt like a Halo Reach map to me. So it feels like the older Halos. The, the map designs are really good. So I'm excited to get back onto it and play it more. Especially now that you have no, it as good. well.
1: Yeah, I need to Get it downloaded. Yeah, so I have, just haven't had a chance to get it downloaded yeah. yet.
0: Yeah. So 20 odd gigs, or whatever. Next week is the big one. That's the big team battle. Uh, so I think this is until the 30th. I think. I'll check the dates. I believe so. Oh, this is the first one. This is the. Oh, here it is. So the 24th until Monday the 27th. So it's all Monday. Then Thursday the 30th of September until Monday the 4th of October.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that actually gives you a decent bash at it as well.
0: Yep. Yeah. So I probably we won't play more tonight or tomorrow. But uh, yeah, that's Halo Infinite. It's really good. Uh, it made me way more excited. For, when I came away from that, I, I felt way more excited about Halo than, than Call of Duty or, or Battlefield. I think for me, it's definitely going to be the, the more poor game for this year. I go back to it. was just nice to play Halo again, that fe- that, a Halo game that feels really good.
1: Because it, it it definitely needed to be you know, something special. I think they really needed to do a lot of work on it. That's why like, when they kept delaying it it was like, oh um, you know it's not a bad thing, just let it let them do what they need to do and just make a really, really good game out of it.
0: Yeah. It seems that at least on the multiplayer side they've been doing a great job. So we'll see if that carries over to the single player the campaign. Which is uh, unfortunately a single player only, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I-, I might dabble in it just to try it, out. but I, I want to save it for co op. Though maybe I won't, and maybe I'll just play it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it gives you the yeah. I-, I think I'd probably play it as well, and then you can just sit and play through it again on on co op because it'll be good both times. Yeah, gives you two different experiences of the game.
0: That's true. Right, I'll move on to the next game, which won't take long because uh, I've already talked about it before. So life is Strange. I finished it. Uh, five chapters. That game went to a place that I didn't expect. Uh, Not really? <laughs> was, this is the because this is this, my favorite Life is Strange game. Will always be the first one. It's very difficult to top that. I think a lot of that has to do with the time of year it came out and uh, you know where you were in life that uh, where you were in life when it came out. But for this one. This is the first Life is Strange game where I actually regretted my choices. Some of the choices that really? I made. Yeah, because so there's there's this one choice that came up that I generally had to sit down for like five minutes and think about it. Because um, it's quite a big decision. You're fake because you get presented with this information and you have to make this big decision that could impact your friends' lives, but also it goes against everything that you were fighting for. Um, and it was a really difficult decision. Obviously I'm not going to say what it is. But I made at that time when I felt like it was the right decision. But it got to a point where all the prior decisions that I made culminated into the, was this one point where I really needed things to work out in a certain way. And they didn't because of the choices I made. I thought I was making a good decision. I felt like I was making the right choice back then. It turns out to be the wrong decision later on. And I immediately regretted it once I realized, like, oh no, if I just didn't do this and didn't do that, like, this wouldn't have happened. Like, it would be a very different situation if I thought I was helping this person out, but it turns out I actually made things significantly worse for her because I thought I was doing the right thing, but I didn't mm-hmm. do the right thing. Uh, that's the first time I've ever felt that way about any episodic choice based game that impacts the gameplay later on um I think because I really like the characters in that game as well uh they're very memorable characters and really good characters so the fact that when I thought I was genuinely doing a good thing it turns out I wasn't and I felt bad about it later on because it really did change a lot of things uh for me later on in the game uh but yeah, there's this one twist that happens in one of the episodes when it happened. I was like, oh my god, I just did not see that coming. Uh, I'm sure maybe looking, if people could maybe predict it, I'm not sure. I certainly didn't predict it. But I was gently shocked by what happened and I was quite upset uh, by what happened as well. Uh, but I was happy with my. But it was yeah, it was the first time for one of those games I came away from the game actually regretting a lot of the things that happened in it because of the choices that I made because usually I mean obviously it comes to it ends the same place no matter which way you go in that game but the way the journey through I thought I probably would have had a better not that I would have had a better time playing the game but I thought it would have felt better as a person uh, yeah. after it if I went with these decisions and I've never felt that way before about a sort of choice based game because they never it is
1: actually Suppose then that they've, you know, if that's the way you feel after playing it. You know, they've done their job.
0: They really have. It's, it's very good. It's definitely much better than their last Life is Strange game. Uh, Life is Strange was it called? Uh, the Chloe one. Uh, Before, the, Before storm. the storm. That was their first of deck 9 They're called. That was their first venture into Life is Strange, and that's a decent prequel. It's fine. It gives you a backstory into some of the characters, and it definitely adds value to the first game. But this one is definitely a much, much better game. It looks phenomenal. I'm like really impressed by how good this game looks. Can, like, even right up to the very end. It's just a... Uh, if that's the way future Life of Strange games look, I'm really excited. It's the best looking one I've seen. Uh, I was, again, it's not as good as 1, but I think I prefer it over 2. But 2 is still really good, because 2 really gets into... The thing I love about 2 is like a road trip, it's where they travel yeah. across the country together. I really like that idea where each location is completely different because you're road tripping and the hitchhiking and stuff like that. Whereas in this one, it's like just the same town, but it's like a town you can explore, and it's really beautiful as well. But um, yeah, I do highly recommend it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, the DLC for Staff, one of the characters at the end of this month, sort of a prequel DLC about her. Uh, so I'll probably play that at the end of this month as well. But yeah, Life is Strange. Highly recommend it. Oh, that's was good. So I highly recommend Life Change Two Colours, I should say. Uh, I forgot to say that earlier. But it's very good. And I think I did take note. Oh, yes, The Artful Escape. This is the last one. So, The Artful Escape, that was another Annapurna game that's set on Game Pass. So, do you know anything about this?
1: I don't. Not a thing.
0: Right. So, it's a game, it's a, it's a, a platformer but it's not a very good platformer. I feel like they added in the platforming for the sake of having some form of gameplay. (laughs) But basically, it's sort of this 2D side-scroller type game, uh, and you basically play as this character called Francis Vendetti, and you start in this place called Calypso, Colorado. I don't know if it's a real place or not. And Basically, you're related to this a famous folk musician called Johnson Vendetti, who is Bob Dylan. Like, it's clearly Bob Dylan when you look at him. Uh, So on the 20th anniversary of one of his big albums from, what, the 70s, the town is, like, holding this big festival uh, to celebrate it because it was the one album that put the town on the map because that's where Johnson Vendetti is originally from. And they're expecting you, Francis Vendetti, the player, to play yeah, Johnson Vendetti's folk songs at this concert. However, you as a character is like really struggling with like how can I ever live up to your uncle's music? And he's sort of loving it under his shadow and like people are pressuring him into like, oh, you know, you're yeah, you know, you're his nephew, you'll be as good as him. Uh but in reality what you learn is that he doesn't want to play folk music, he wants to play rock music. Right. Uh, so when you first in your first time playing you sort of start on this cliff side and you're just sort of sort of playing this game, strumming this guitar, this sort of folk music type stuff and then it asks you to like to hold an X and he just starts like shredding on this acoustic guitar huh? he, sort of, he sort of modded it in a way to make it play uh, electrically uh, when he's doing that you meet this woman, sort of Violetta and she sort of, she sort of dares him to like take risks and stuff like that in his life, And then, like you know, I think at one point you climb up this massive tree uh that he was too scared to climb before. Um, and she tells you to go and like look out for this place called Lightman, I think it's called. And she heads off and she disappears. So then you go back to the town. You sort of run through the town and you sort of meet all the town people there, all these characters. And after you've done that, you go back home. And when you go back home, you're woken up by this alien called Zom, and he comes down and tells you you must meet Lightman. And he beams you up to his spaceship, and then you're in space. Uh. Basically, what the game is from that point on, you're in this place called the Cosmic Long and you have to... And the guy called Francis that you have to meet, uh, for, or no, not Francis, Lightman, uh, that you have to meet, he wants you to be your his opening act. So you sort of follow Lightman and that Zom guy through uh, these different... Well, you don't follow them through different places, but you basically the Lightman guy explains that you travel through this place called the Cosmic Extraordinary uh, to put on the show in this place called Glamorgon, I think it is um, basically that's the game you travel to different places in the universe and you play these concerts for these sort of big creature type things um, and it's absolutely beautiful the game's stunning, it's absolutely a gorgeous game, especially like HDR and 4K it's so beautiful if this is the game you want to show off your HDR TV to, like your new OLED or something like that, like this is the game. It's so pretty. But it looks good, but playing it is quite boring. Uh, it's not that engaging. So basically all you do is like run from left to right. So you're holding down the left, stick right. And at any time you're holding your guitar at all times you can just start shredding throughout the whole level, which is pretty cool (laughs) Uh,
1: because
0: you're shredding but the music, the shredding mixes in with the background music, so it all links together
1: Oh right, okay, that's So so It sounds really nice
0: So when you you also got the option to like when you jump on the air and you push X again, it does this big sort of flashy strum uh, as well, or if you push Y you can sort of slam down your guitar on the ground and stuff the platforming is not very good though. It doesn't feel responsive. Um, you just basically just slide around slopes a lot and jump at the right time. and It doesn't feel that great. So when you eventually get around to playing the guitar it turns into Simon Says. So you meet these creatures and they have these sort of symbols on them. So the way you play the guitar is the LB, RB, X, Y or B. And you basically have to follow the buttons that appears on the creature's face because their eye holes, whatever, part of their body or their head sort of had these sort of similar looking symbols. Imagine like sort of a if you have to triangle, it would look like a top of a triangle. So that's the first three buttons and above that is like the two RB buttons. That's what it looks like. And you yeah. basically just follow along with their, their playing. So it comes up with like YBX Then you just copy that, and it plays a little tune on your guitar. And you just do that, and that's it. It's just Simon Says. It's really boring. Uh, It's not that great, honestly. I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping it would turn into like, guitar here or something like that, at some point. Uh, Like a no highway that would appear and you just play these bespoke um, songs. But literally all it is is just Simon Says. YBX, you push YBX, hold in Y and B. At the same time you hold in Y&B. You sort of go back and forth like riff on each other. So the the other creature thing its not necessarily playing an instrument. They're making noises. Then you replicate those noises on your guitar by pushing L, B, R, B, or X, Y, and B. And that's yeah. the gameplay. It's running to the right, occasionally jumping and then playing some Simon Says while this beautiful game plays in front of you. But it's just kind of boring it, to play.
1: It doesn't sound all too exciting. Maybe just something to load up, just to see what it looks like, and then it's, oh, right, yeah, okay.
0: it's like four hours long. It's not a long game. Oh, um, right. near the end, near the end of it, it's more. i describing it as like a. I, I would never recommend someone to play it, as in like, oh, this, I would never recommend the gameplay of oh, you, you play this for the gameplay. You mostly play it for just to experience the visuals. It's more like a visual experience mm-hmm. than uh, for as a gameplay, rather than a gameplay experience. Yeah. Um it's fine.
1: That's i ten. I...
0: Ugh. Six maybe. Uh, six seven.
1: If you've got Game Pass worth downloading. Oh, if you could get it's on Game Pass. Yeah.
0: You got, got it on Game Pass. i I got on Game Pass, just download it. It's like four hours long. Um Yeah, maybe a seven, a seven at all. it's not yeah, seven seven and a half. The Vegils really do adjust, like really Push it up there. Yeah, as a beautiful game, it's gorgeous. It's just very average in gameplay. The story is it's decent. It's a bit of a
1: shame. Obviously, yeah, spent so much time making it look good, and they just haven't added a an action yeah, game yeah, element. Yeah, to it. sort of had this
0: idea of like, okay, we want to look like this and look like that, but then they we thought, well, we have to add in some form of gameplay at some point. And that gameplay is just dull. Like, if you're going to make a platformer, yeah, the platforming has to be good. If you're making a game where the platforming is bad, then just don't make it a platformer, in my opinion. Uh, But yeah, that's the Arfulscape. It had a really good cast in it, though. Um, I'll read out some of the cast, if I can find it. Is there an section here? I don't don't think there is. No. Oh, there is. So you get someone, Michael Johnson, I don't know who that is. You play Corey Corey Bryant in the MNTV series Teen Wolf. Uh, he's a 25 years old. He actually does look a lot like the character, actually. So you play, him, but uh, you got him. Um, um, you've got uh, Lena ha- uh, Hadley. Hadley, she played mm-hmm. uh, Cersei, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, and the other person you've got, which is quite surprised, is Carl Carl Weathers.
1: Carl Weathers,
0: <laughs> yes, Carl on duty. Nice. He is. Uh, he plays Lightman. He's excellent. He's fantastic in it.
1: Yeah.
0: He's like really. <laughs> he's like really commits to it. He's like really into it. It's, it's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, Carl Weathers is in it. He does a great job. But yeah, Carl Weathers in it. He's awesome, and he does a great job. He's the, even the main guy as well. The guy that voices, voices Francis Vendette, He's good as well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. Don't play it for the gameplay. Play it to. If you want a Visual Feast. If you want a Visual Feast that lasts four hours on nice it's HDR Visual Feast that's the game for you. Because it is beautiful.
1: There I we had go. I did finish it.
0: I'm only a few chapters away from finishing it. Right. Well Bill that is the game's over. Anything else to add? Games you played?
1: No. i not had a busy week when it comes to games. I will however update you on the Fallout 76 situation. Um, oh. I finally got Radiation Rumble. Oh. It happened. How was it? It put I leveled up twice.
0: You're catching up with me in levels.
1: I think I might be past you. What level are you?
0: I can't remember. 225? Two,
1: two, uh, I'm 224. You're getting
0: there. I bet you can't yes. to get on there and take
1: over. No!
0: Uh, no! We're way past the point that levels matter.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> man, le- levels isn't a thing anymore. They're it's useless. just a case of how high can you go before you decide, you know what, I don't want to play this anymore. Especially after... <laughs>
0: absolute binge early in the year to get all those points I think you yeah. leveled up like 80 times or something something crazy like that
1: even things like caps now has become a complete um I'm just watching two guys playing with a what was it called? what were they called it again a rad roach. he's just running around in circles <laughs>
0: that's kind of the problem with Fallout sex. I guess a point where you so many weapons, and you're, you get your bells started out, and you get your caps, or the caps aren't in a anymore, you can fast travel wherever you want. The yeah. can becomes because we never, we haven't really interacted with the end game stuff in that game at all. Well, the gold, no, no, as much blue, as sp- doubloons, whatever it's called. The gold stuff, uh, yeah, d- the,
1: the, the doubloons, yeah, uh, wherever it is to buy year Vault, end
0: game stuff. Um, Vault
1: seventeen nine, I think that's it. yeah,
0: whatever it is. Um,
1: right,
0: yeah, well, so let's go through these last few things so the reason we didn't record one on Thursday is because something big happened on Thursday the Nintendo Direct happened so we're not going to go oh. through every single game that was in there we're going to touch on the things that interested me uh, or yourself well, there's only
1: really one thing to touch on is the fact that Chris Pratt is now Mario it's a v,
0: Chris Pratt
1: oh god Woo-hoo. it's just so funny it's, it's mean, just so fun
0: <laughs> that casting was that absolutely was... hilarious I could not stop laughing because I watched Dan Riker I... watch it and he was in hysterics as oh,
1: well oh yeah I, I saw that as well oh, it was so really funny, funny watching
0: that live uh, watching that live like Jack Black was the least surprising person for me to pop uh, to pop up when I saw him. and I was oh of course Jack Black really is in this
1: I really hope Bowser has, a, ma- has a, I suppose, a magical number a musical number in it now though
0: oh that would be amazing yeah
1: yeah, like Bowser has to sing. It's Jack Black. He has to have a musical number. Or at least a really high pitch. Bah! Something like that.
0: I'm really curious. Uh But, uh... But the... Because because Bowser never really talks. He's sort of got this boomy, deep voice, hasn't he?
1: Yeah. That's why it's like, Jack Black's Bowser. Right, they're, they're, you're not going to get Jack Black and not have him talk.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to find the casting list, but it's not as easy as. Oh, here it is, GameSpot. Maybe they'll. Oh, here we go. Okay, so Chris Pratt is Mario. I thought this was a really good casting. Anya Taylor Joy is Peach.
1: Yeah, yeah, thought, that, oh, that's, that's
0: perfect. She's really good. Oops, turn that down. Uh, Charlie Day is Luigi, which I was not expecting. No. Oh. Jack Black is Bowser. This is probably my favorite one. Fred Armisen is Cranky
1: Kong. <laughs> yeah, is Fred Armisen, Cranky Kong. <laughs> Uh, I feel like they're not taking it seriously. Good. Or, that's just kind of what you want.
0: Yeah, I, I like this. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, I don't really know much of his work. Kamek, he's playing. Uh, Sebastian Mani Sc- Scalo, a spike. Who's that? I don't know him. Uh, maybe I'll recognise him when I see him. What's he been in? Sebastian works oh he's a comedian he's a very recent stand-up comedian he's been in the Irishman Green Book uh he hasn't been in many films at all he's only been a, a couple of his stand-up comedy uh, special uh, so you get smash in there That's one is perfect Keegan-Michael Key is Toad yeah if you've never watched Peel and Key <laughs> the Comedy Central series uh I think it's Comedy Central. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's Comedy Central. Key, uh Peele and Key, or Key and Peel, I think it is. What's it called? Yeah, Key and Peel, of Jordan Peel, who's now uh, a great director. Uh, it's a really funny sketch series on Comedy Central. I highly recommend watching that if nobody hasn't. Uh, then, probably the best one, like Fred Armisen. I think I like, I like the idea of Fred Armisen being an old cranky Donkey Kong. But then you've got Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Which <laughs> is perfect. Perfect. Because <laughs> the noises yep. that Donkey Kong makes so are the. Hur, hur, that really guttural ape sound. I, I I can't wait to see Seth or watch and hear Seth Rogen laugh through Donkey Kong, the visual of Donkey Kong. He's got that weird, unique laugh of his. Uh, unless he's putting on a voice for Donkey Kong, I'm not sure. Uh, but yeah, apparently, well. I think more was announced, but they didn't include it in the actual press conference. I'm trying to see. Because the, f- the issue with this is like a lot of memes came out. Yeah. About, like, you know, I think someone, <laughs> at one point someone put Nicolas Cage's Mario or something like that, which I thought was funny. <laughs>
1: Nicolas <laughs> Cage's <laughs> so that would be, I'd love that.
0: It was so cool.
1: That's a missed opportunity right there.
0: Yeah, I was kind of hoping Nicholas Cage would pop up because that would that would really be the chair and talk for me.
1: You never know. Nicholas Cage as Waluigi.
0: Of course, we can't uh, miss out Mario himself, Charles Charles Martinet. Uh He is
1: uh so like, well, I, well. I don't get those that they've got Charles Martinet in the film, but he's not playing Mario. So, like, well, someone he should be.
0: I watched it was a jam bomb. I can't remember. Where I watched it, but they came up with a theory that Charles Martinet will be Mario. It's basically the film is going to work like Jumanji where you see them as like, right. people and then they go into a Mario game. Uh, and then maybe Charles Martinet is more prominent there. But If I uh, something maybe. like those Jumanji films that would be cool. Uh, I'm cur- I'm really curious how it's going because it's made by the people that made Minions so it's not going to be too you know, non family friendly. It's very, much going to be, pardon me, it's very much going to be a family friendly affair. Yeah. So it's not going to be too hardcore in any way, or like innuendo or anything like that. Maybe there will be, I'm not sure. I'm not really. There might be love, like those. Illumination like, stuff.
1: It'll be one of those jokes in it, though, that will be like adult jokes, but at the same time, kids will, will still find it funny. But adults yeah. will be like, ha, very good. Probably. Like, oh no, I've been hit over the face with a sausage. You know, to ha they've <laughs> the got slow over yeah, the face with a sausage. Sausage. Yeah. To, to, to adults, ha! Penis.
0: Exactly. That'd be cool. Yeah, Actually, yeah that's, that's probably the highlight of the whole thing, which I wasn't expecting. Because I went in the envelope care really care about a Mario film. I mean, I will see it at some point. But after seeing the casting, it's like, oh, you have to see this. I need to see <laughs> a, or an Seth Rogen Rogan and Chris Pratt. Keegan-Michael Key. Just perfect. Big fan. Well yeah, I'm looking
1: forward i I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Oh, cause yeah. That was the same. I was like Mario film would be like yeah, cool, very good. Whatever. And yeah, then Mario obviously you see that line the
0: Minions people like, ugh, oh, no. Then all of a sudden that lineup, and
1: you're like you know what, suddenly I am interested in the Mario film. Yeah, I, I just want to see Chris Pratt as Mario. Like, is he going to put on a voice? Is he going to play an you know, we, we American heard voice.
0: Yeah, We didn't get a trailer or anything. No, <laughs> Either way, I, it's going, going to offend it. the Italian-American community in some way. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So other tidbits from the Direct. We'll do a quick overview of all the things that came out. Uh, that's what interested me, which I wasn't expecting. It was Kirby and the Forgotten Land? Yeah, we sort kind of started it off as a you know like a, a post-apocalyptic look thing. I thought this is a good dress. Yeah, so it's a post-apocalyptic game on the Switch, sort of a cartoony style. Then suddenly turned into Kirby. Uh, sort of the first big 3D Kirby game, and it looked really good actually.
1: Well, no, it looks it looks amazing. So we got that. So that, that, then that's probably one of the highlights. I think from it, it was definitely Kirby. Yeah.
0: So, these are the big ones. I'm looking uh, at it. Splatoon 3, of course, is smart. Splatoon 3.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. A lot of people are excited but, about Oh, that.
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be good.
0: This one looks really good. Bayonetta 3. That looked awesome.
1: But, yes. Bayonetta 3, I'm really looking forward to.
0: Yeah, it looks uh, really cool. Uh, you've got Super uh, Mario Party Superstars, which I think is like a compilation of older Mario parties, but updated by the looks of it.
1: I think so, yeah. I don't think it's like the other Mario Party that's on the Switch where you're like limited um, where you're limited by Joy-Cons that like, you can only play with a Joy-Con. I don't think it's that.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm
1: not sure. I need to double-check. Uh,
0: they announced an Animal Crossing Direct. They announced a uh, Smash Brothers Direct, I think. Or did they announce Yeah, they're country? going to announce the, yeah, the October last fighter for here. Smash. October 5th, Final Fighter. Uh, Metroid Dread, that looks really cool, actually. Yeah, uh, I, I was
1: a bit kind of like, initially, like not too bored, but, uh, but actually, when you see the gameplay, it does actually look Yeah, like it, the could, variety of environments decent.
0: and stuff, it looks really neat. Megani Tensei 5, coming out November 12th. A free update for Mario Golf Super Rush, which is out now. Yeah, another piece of DLC for Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity. DLC Wave 2, available October 29th. Uh, this one... It didn't look the best, but it's definitely piqued my curiosity. It's Chocobo GP.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy, Mario Kart. And the reason <laughs> I'm interested
0: is because, I'm not sure if you know this, but the online is up to 64 players.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I saw
0: that. 64 players. So the I, I heard that, I thought, well, that's piqued my interest. Uh, <laughs> Sold. 64 Chocobos driving around and go in carts. Uh, Voice of Cars, the of Dragon Wars, which we covered earlier, which is cool. Act Razor, uh, Act Razor rather, Renaissance. Um, Delta Rune, Chapter One and Two. I think that's from the people that made Undertale. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that will be. Is, it, is the exact same art style as Undertale? Yeah.
0: The Castlevania Advance Collection. A lot of people are really hyped about that. Um, which I think is out now. I think I'm not sure, or maybe in a month or so. Disco Elysium, The Final Cut now available uh, available to on Switch. That's what excited me. Uh, Star Wars: Knights of the Republic, perfect for the Switch. Yeah,
1: no, <laughs> I if, no Knights of the probably is a good one. Yeah, so yeah, perfect tease to get you ready for the the remake in like Indeed. four years' time.
0: I imagine they'll release the second one eventually, but yeah, it looked good because I. I would like to play through that again. I'm debating where to play it on. So, on the Series X you got it in 4K HDR. So I might just play it on there instead. Yeah. It's like, for me. It's very late. Uh, it's 16x9. Oh it's, six, it's not 4x3 like the original Xbox one on the uh, Series X. You're dying Light like 2, the colored version. Uh, Shadowrun Trilogy. Rune Factory 5. Hot Wheels Unleashed.
1: Hot Wheels Unleashed could be cool. Yeah, it does look neat, actually.
0: Surviving the Aftermath. That's another one. Arcade Archives, Arcade Archives, Pac-Man and Xevious. Then you've got a really scaled-back Wreckfest.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can tell just by how scaled-back that was. Just yeah, from the trailer, you're like, oof.
0: But this is the big one. I've lost the best for last. The expansion pack for Nintendo Switch Online featuring yeah Nintendo sixty four games and Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis games. Yep, which is awesome. I was not expecting the Genesis stuff, or the do, Mega Drive stuff.
1: How much do you want a Nintendo sixty four controller?
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing they announced. I don't think they, I'm not sure if they announced it on the direct itself, but
1: yeah, they, they announced it on the direct. Yeah, oh, did they?
0: Okay, uh, you can buy wireless Bluetooth. Nintendo 64 controllers and Sega Mega Drive controllers, which I think is amazing because... And I think I'm going to pick one up. And the reason I'm going to pick one up is because emulation for the 64 is incredibly annoying to play in a PC because the controller is so unique. Yeah. Trying to replicate that on a 360 pad or an Xbox One controller is really hard. But having like an actual proper wireless... Nintendo 64 controller that you could use on a PC for playing emulated because I wouldn't I'm not I don't plan on playing Super Mario 64 through the Switch because there's like a native PC version of that now where people have like modded it and you can play it in sixteen by nine four K and all that kind of stuff but if I can play that original game with is that a new 64 controller on a, like a PC wirelessly that'd be amazing so I think a lot of people are going to buy it for that not necessarily to play it on the Switch yeah but here are the games. Uh, for Nintendo Switch Online, Nintendo Sixty Four, Super Mario Sixty Four, Mario Kart Sixty Four. I'll get into why I'm You're excited. Is it for Mario Kart alone? Yeah, you get uh Star Fox Sixty Four or Lilat Wars originally in Europe. Yoshi's Story, some Japanese game that I can't read. No idea what that is. Sorry, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all of the, ca- it's the Japanese characters in the front. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up after I finish this. Operation Windback, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. But later on, more games will be added. Got the Legend of Zelda Majora's Masks, F-Zero X, Banjo-Kazooie, of course, Mario Golf, Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards, Paper Mario, and Pokemon Snap.
1: Pokemon Snap will be good to go back to play.
0: Yeah. So the reason I'm excited for Mario Kart 64 is because you can play multiplayer online. Online. Oh, that's so cool. That's, that's always been my dream. Uh, to play Mario Kart 64 online. We could play Mario Kart 64 together. How cool would that be? be? Good. That would be amazing. I, I can't wait for that. I don't think there's any date on when it's coming out. Late October? No.
1: Th- th- um, th- why, did I th- why have I got November in my head?
0: It says here late October on the website.
1: Oh, is it late October? It Must be coming late October then.
0: I'm going to I was kind of hoping that game. was going to
1: be uh, and that's available right now uh, and then yeah. maybe I have to wait a wee bit longer for the controllers or something but I was kind of hoping that was going to be a pretty much an immediate thing
0: So I'm trying to find the list here to read out that last game uh, Oh Contra Oh sorry no that's, that's oh, it's Contra. The, Gen- it's the Genesis or the, the, oh. the Mega Drive People are not listing this other game. That's in Japanese. Let's go to Game Informer. See if they have it. Oh, here we go. Sin and Punishment. It's called. Yeah. Never played it. Okay. So we've got the Mario Nintendo 64 games. Uh, which is really cool. But we've also got the Sega Mega Drive games. The Genesis. Which has got a decent lineup as well. Con- Castlevania Bloodlines. Contra Hardcore. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Echo (laughs) the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Phantasy Star 4, Rai Star, Shining Force, Shinobi 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, not one, Streets of Rage 2, and Strider. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's a a solid uh, selection of games as well that's coming out for them.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really neat. Quite excited about it, especially the Mario 64 stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah yes. Mario, Kart Mario 64, 64 stuff. That, yeah. that I can't wait for that.
0: Playing that online um, would be awesome.
1: Like playing Mario Golf back when it was good.
0: Yeah, Mario Golf. Yeah, The original <laughs> Mario Golf was very good. Ocarina of Time, that'll be a fun one. I'm curious how Time's a good one. they'll look. Like whether they'll upscale them to 720p. I hope they do.
1: I imagine they probably would.
0: Because the Super Nintendo games look decent. So I'm hoping if it's upscaled to 720p on the Switch itself, like I don't ever see myself playing it on the TV, playing it on the actual Switch, especially the OLED one, I think that would look really nice if it's like a native res instead of an, uh, an SD resolution. I think the Mario 60, Super Mario 64 one interesting because well, I imagine this will just be the raw Nintendo 64 game because the, in the collection they updated some of the UI textures mm-hmm. uh, to look better. So I imagine in this one will just be the standard 64 game. Nothing will be up or redone uh, for that. But yeah, that's the Nintendo Switch Online. It is more expensive but they haven't given a price yet. But the Nintendo Switch Online as it is is so cheap. It's like £20 a year. Uh, so maybe it won't be too bad if they added in it's like an extra tenner maybe.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that probably sounds about right.
0: It depends on how much it is. Uh, so, that's the big menus. I've got a couple of other bits here, which I thought was interesting. So, Life is Strange Remastered has a new release date. It's coming out in February. So, it's good to have a date on that. But that's one other thing. Which is what we experienced last week, or this week. It's an interesting bug. Xbox is investigating consoles powering off or quitting to home when playing some games. Huh. Microsoft is investigating reports of consoles powering off haven't uh, playing some games. The Xbox Square support report first acknowledged the problem was affecting some players on September 14th. In response to this, acknowledgement, one user said they also had encountered a problem playing the Call of Duty Vanguard beta.
1: That's when it crashed for
0: you. It didn't crash, the whole console turned off. The
1: well, whole, whole console, yeah, just went. Yeah,
0: it just powered down, Which I thought was unusual. I thought it was just the beta, but it seems to be it, seems, it says here, well, another said they ran into the issue when playing the Halo Master Chief collection. Over a week oh. later, the issue has yet to be resolved. And Microsoft said it's investigating it could be expanding expanded to cover, cover reports of similar problems affecting FIFA 22 and Madden 2022. Or 20, 20, uh, teams are continuing to investigate reports of consoles powering off or quitting to home while playing NBA 2K22 as well. Uh, so apparently a lot of people started experiencing this when they played the f- the early access trial on Game Pass Ultimate for FIFA. Alright. Uh, so apparently a lot of it happened then. But uh, Yeah, that was a really weird issue. It just completely turned off for me. So I'm hoping they'll fix it soon, because you don't want to lose any progress in your games.
1: I can just imagine the FIFA rage where, you know, if if it's going to affect it when that comes out, that's the 1st of October. You just imagine the amount of broken controllers, because, you know, uh, consoles are just switching off mid-match.
0: Speaking of rage, for the first time in a long time, when playing Halo Infinite, I heard people using their mic in public chat. Mm -hmm. And this one guy... Was just so angry all the time. Oh, uh, really. <laughs> so, where the fuck is everyone? I can't find anyone. Where are they all? Where are they? Huh? For fuck's sake, for fucking hell. Where did he come from? Where did he shoot him from? That kind of stuff.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. was
0: like, he was the top player in our team and the match. Yeah, he was just constantly complaining. Huh? Oh, it's just fucking annoying. he going find anyone? Well, even when he found people and killed them, he was still moaning about it. Uh. Huh? Then this other one is this young kid was playing, and I could hear his mum in the background shouting on him or screaming at him and giving him into trouble.
1: <laughs> get to your bed! <laughs> it's I, past your bedtime! I told you to get to your
0: bed! So that's all I heard across two matches. It was was uh, just people screaming in their megs.
1: But, man!
0: Me- Pretty much, that's all I was doing. it's really weird but I think that is us
1: I think so, I think we've covered many a base
0: we have I think there's one thing, was there another thing I wanted to add no, I think I covered a lot of things I'm going to finish Artful Escape and hopefully move on to another game I really want to play that Sable game that came out
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah,
0: on Game Pass as well it looks so nice. I uploaded that up because I loaded actually. I downloaded that and loaded it up because I played the demo, and it looked really nice in the demo. But the frame rate was at thirty.
1: That was it. Was a bit, yeah.
0: It was a bit choppy, but in, on the Series X, the actual final game is a smooth sixty. Ah, uh-huh,
1: because I yeah, played the demo as well, and I was kind of a bit kind of eh, don't know
0: about yeah. it. But, but it feels a lot better.
1: Because
0: a lot of people compared it to, sort of like Breath of the Wild and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. see, so that's what kind of got me sort of like, might give it a bash is people comparing it to something like that. Yeah, that, that that's high praise, so yeah, probably worth a, giving it a bash.
0: It's kind of got, a, got like 7 out of 10 in a lot of places. Like a lot of people complained about the puzzles weren't that interesting and that's kind of buggy. I did notice it was a little bit hitchy. Mm-hmm. but it was a lot smoother than the demo so I might give it a few weeks. But this other one, actually, I've got to add I thought of you when I saw this. You can upgrade Death Stranding from PS4 to the PS5 version for five pounds.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did you cheap.
0: end up buying the PS5 version?
1: No, um, I've, I've got it to one side, but I've not bought it yet. I would just upgrade
0: your PS4 version.
1: Um, I've traded in my PS4 version.
0: Well, I guess you'll just have to buy the no, I'll have to best. buy
1: the PS5 version. But I did see that, and I was like, "That's actually very good for a fiber."
0: Yeah. I forgot what you read it in. I forgot about that. But yeah, that's a great deal. I saw it for £15 pound online. So for the whole game you can get it for twenty quid. Yep. And a lot of people have turned come around on that game. A lot of the reviews have said like I hated this initially, but now that I've played this version, I really like the game.
1: Yeah, they've made one a of lot those of people decent changes to it.
0: Yeah, one of those people was Mike Mahardy. He was on that works at Polygon, but he's on that Fire Escape cast with Dan Reichert and Merrickesh. Like he absolutely hated the game but he's come around on it which is quite a big deal because he never thought that would happen. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad people are enjoying it now the second time around. Yeah. It's a good game. It's good.
1: No, I'm looking forward to actually giving it a proper bash.
0: Same here. Or watching you give it a proper bash. It's a <laughs> but uh, yes, that is us. I suppose we'll be back next time. I'll have... Try and have a few more games played by that time I'm hoping I'll have probably play more Halo I want to give that Sable a try I want to give uh, The Forgotten City a good run as well but plenty to be getting on with Indeed. well that's us Bill thank you for listening everyone if you have listened this far there's people out there who are listening so if you've got this far thank you because uh, Indeed. I certainly don't re-listen to it. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm joking. I, I didn't actually do uh, listen to certain points. I'm certain things that I like. Long gaps of silence. I edit out and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But yeah, we. I think uh, we covered some good stuff there, especially that voice of cards. That was a really good.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big supporter of voice of cards now in the back. Yeah, of that that's devil.
0: that's generally gotten me. I wish I still had my switch to check it out.
1: Uh, Square screenix give me my free copy bro. Yeah, where's our free review copy, Grace? We
0: get average of 10 listeners an episode. We could fill, at least sell it to one person.
1: We can make you 25 quid off that one version.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, that's 20th October, so we'll probably did you pick up day one?
1: Uh, I'd probably pick up day one, yeah.
0: Cool. Well, we'll Hopefully we'll have a review on that one day. But yes, that is Need? us. We are the Nuts, And we're are at... We? we are, yes. Ta- Bye, everyone. Toodaloo! Bye!